This week on Face Off Hockey Show, uh, we got a lot of fun stuff. We got some injuries. We got some trade rumors. We got some midterms. Mark with a C's getting a little Caesar's pizza. And uh, Terry Funk didn't need a, a mouthpiece. It's Face Off Hockey Show right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the Face Off Hockey Show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. Face Off Hockey Show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face-Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. Yeah, that's what we're, what we're doing here. I'm Scotty Waz. There's Johnny P. There's Mark with a C. There's uh, Hudson Hawk. It's good times had by everybody. Um, So, yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Johnny, what'd you do this week? Um... Uh, not much of anything this week. Nice. I uh, I lost my voice. I huh? But I mean, it's coming back at this point. Oh, I was going to say, did awesome. you find it? Yeah, it's it's on its way back. Um, and uh, hey, I got a new keyboard and a new mouse. Hey, there we go. So I got that going for me. Nice. What was that, buddy? Mark, your your microphone is. You're very low. Low, low. What team are you voting for to win? What team are you rooting for to win, Johnny? Oh, the Capitals. Nightquill. Do you do you watch the Caps games, Hudson? Uh, no. No. Oh, all right then. He fits well. He fits right in with the show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Hudson watched himself on video this week. Yeah, what'd you think about it? He was critiquing himself. What kind of what kind of uh, cri- what kind of uh, constructive criticisms do you have for yourself, Hudson? I don't know what criticisms are. All right, that's perfect. That's good. Good. That's very, as you should. Very good statement. Shut out the haters. I like it. Any better? How, it's not. Uh, how'd you like watching yourself on video, buddy? Hudson, how'd you like watching yourself on video? I'm good. Good. All right. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could watch it on TV. Well, I I'm mean, sure you can set that up. I mean, yeah. Are you but, gonna post it on TV, Scott? What's that? Are you gonna post it on TV? Well, we can we can get it on. It's on the YouTube's, and we can put the YouTube on the TV. Um. Well, you watch YouTube on TV all the time. Yeah, post. Yeah, post it to YouTube so I can watch it. I'm done, done and dusted. Don't say less, as the kids like to say. <coughs> I mean, better or worse? Better, Good. much what better. Are they, what, what are they gonna be called? Huh? I'll give the I'll give the the thing to your dad, and your dad will uh, shoot it up for you. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. What's we... it gonna be called? Like, what's the title gonna be called of the of the like video? We don't want to give him any titles because he'll watch the old shows on. That's true. I mean, yeah, we can't we can't watch we can't watch the, <laughs> the old shows. Those are those are forever forever those in are, the vault. Those are encased in uh in a PG thirteen type of thought <laughs> at, at least. Sometimes more. <laughs> What'd you do this week, Hudson? Um, 
everybody just went to school except for Monday. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Monday. Martin Luther King Day. No no school that day. Yeah. Also um hold on. Holding. Only only five days until I don't have school again. Because that's a teacher work day. Yeah, another Monday. Mondays. Monday again, no school. Oh, jeez. Off Saturday. Off Saturday, too. That's good. Smart. Yeah. Is like there any way we can, like, arrange around or something? Like, arrange <laughs> around in the car? Arrange around of what? Like, like... Like, we change around our spots all around the rectangle. Oh, I don't think we can rearrange ourselves on this screen. No. Yeah. Unfortunately not. Hudson has a following. Uh, we get text messages every week from Sean Lee talking about our new uh, guest. He appreciates uh, the... So what are you going to do? Just what? post our it new on host? YouTube or what? Yeah, no, we post it on YouTube. Or... Yeah, okay. you're going to have to start giving us money. That's true. What do you think about yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Oh my no! I'm not gonna give you some of our money. Yeah, the, the, I mean, a dollar a month. Wallet, you I do have a wallet. I gave yeah. you that wallet. Nice. Give him a wallet, not a money clip. What are you? What kind of uncle you do? Yeah, give him a wallet. It's a Velcro wallet. First, okay. I gotta get some money for my mall. Oh. Secondly, I gotta I gotta go get a job to get it. <laughs> that, that's true. That's <laughs> fair. This isn't gonna pay you very much, buddy. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'll go get a set. Then I go get three thousand hundred sixty-five hundred and seventy-five jobs. That's a lot of jobs. It's almost jobs. as many as Scotty. Scotty has podcasts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kids coming for my title. Wait. So he's been posting for how many years? Seven, eight, nine, twenty-one. Twenty-one years. Yeah. Yeah. Me, your That's uncle. A lot. And- me, your uncle, and your dad have been doing this, and some guy named Sean. No one knows where he's at now. Some I'm say just, he's some I'm say he's some say he's on an island. Some say he's in Essex. It's really a crapshoot. By yeah. the way, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, who's that guy at the end of the cast? Like, who's that guy that was right there? That was right there. Oh, Lyle. Like, blow me, blow me. Hey, <laughs> hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's Scott. This is God blue quickly. No, no, no. Okay. Like the boy that was on the sitting on the bench. Lyle was sitting on the bench, I guess, and waiting to come in oh. in the second half of the show. Right. Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Did you watch the whole show or only the stuff that Hudson was in, Mark? I don't know if we the watched the, the show. I don't think. Did you watch the show? I don't. I, I only watched the end of the beginning. Yeah. Okay. I don't. So you sent me the links, but I, I didn't actually show him. Anything. I rarely watch the shows. It's fine. Not and you much. said open the door. Oh. Why did I say open the door? That is, that is that is well that is Johnny's catchphrase. Oh, when, when, oh. get the God, tables. At the end of the podcast, I just watched. I don't know what you just watched, but it sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want to watch this clip now. <laughs> I don't know where I said open it's on, the... It's on Skype on your channel. Oh. Oh. Okay. So you watched the video the from last week. Oh, that way. That's the way to do it. That's Remember? smart. That's very smart. That is actually smart. Remember open the F door? It sounds so, like something uh, I'd say. Do you, have to, uh, do you have to sleep as much when, when daddy's not there? 
Um, do, do you always say open the F door at, at the end of every episode of this? Do you always say open the F no, door? No, but I should, <laughs> actually. I think that's something that, that I think I think I should. We should put it on T-shirts. We should. We should get T-shirts with Hudson's face on the front. But we should get... We should get plain white t-shirts and write, open the F door. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Where did, that is crazy. Where okay, did, do that. Where did Mark go? He went okay. to get his pizza. That's right. He Everybody went for go find a white shirt and write, open the F door. No, we got to sell the shirt, Hudson. We got to make a profit, buddy. We got to make money. If you want to get money well, for the wallet. Well, then go make money and get 2000 They delivered it to your door. What the heck? That is... Service that's from service. Caesars. That's service. Service. What are you in Detroit? My God. I know. Do you have a standalone Little Caesars down there? Uh, I think so. Yes, I believe so. I bet I could drink them all day. You could drink what? What all day? Electricity. Electricity. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. I, I think you have enough energy. Up a notch. You have enough energy, buddy. No. You don't need to drink electricity. No. <laughs> Alright, well that's a kind of point Electricity is wire cables And wire cables come from bending it Bending water Bending that's water? Wire cables. So, what do you, Avatar? So if you form a water fountain Going like this Then that actually makes a pipe You know what, I wasn't great in science So I'm going to believe that Yeah, I think he's talking <laughs> about some new technology, okay. or maybe maybe this is how they make the ice so good in Edmonton. Wait, when when was when was when was Hudson born? I can't even remember. What I was born in October second, nineteen seven nineteen nineteen seventy three. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Oh. Okay, I thought he was Bernie Kenyon uh, revitalized, but not. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> Bernie Kenyon. Uh, rest in peace. We love you. His voice is a little high. No, my voice is high. Yep, just yeah, right that, just like that. I just learned. I'm a, I'm a little fat pig. Whoa! Wow. You know, you gotta talk low like this. You want Hudson, that good what did radio you voice? What did you have? Did you um, have pizza? McDonald's and sweet pickles. Wow. McDonald's and sweet pickles. The sweet pickles are sticky and. What is your go-to McDonald's mm-hmm. uh, order? Good question. Um. Chicken. Which we had free chicken today, cause what? Yeah. Was it the cap score? Yeah, the caps must have scored in the McNugget minute last night. Mm-hmm. You got McNuggets and a cheeseburger. And fries. And fries. That's aggressive. What was the what was the prize in the Happy Meal today? Um, I I don't know. I didn't see. Mine, no. mine on uh, on Saturday. Mine I, was. I just like the food. I don't like the toys. I guess. That's like interesting. Uh. I got a uh, what did I get? I got a Bowser. A Bowser. Yeah, That's from the Bowser. We have we have a couple Bowser. I can run over your house. Wow. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> jokes on you. I live in an apartment. I guess what? Huh. I jokes live on in a you. Giant, I live in I live in a, a giant. You live in a giant? Like a <laughs> yeah. shopping market? Or no, like a, a T5 pump. I am in a giant blade. Are you actually Krang? Six people no, get that joke. I'm cringe. <laughs> I'm cringe when your mom is cringe. Is that cringe. like a Metroid joke? What is that? No, it's a Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtles joke. It's Ninja the, the brain, the brain that lives into the the robot. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I will put Wade into a robot if you guys stop talking about electricity. <laughs> electricity. But you eat electricity. Right. Yes, and then bend water. Right, he's Avatar. Right? We get it. Was that yes. the third Avatar movie? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you put some batteries in my back. The Energizer Bunny? Yeah. No, so they had the airbender don't... and then the water and now the next one's electricity. And then fire and then heart and then Captain Planet shows up. <laughs> <laughs> the fire department's going to come to my microphone. Oh, damn, this... he's dropping bars, son. Yep. And he's going to drop into my microphone. Yep, because this podcast is on fire. It and is. And is going to crash into my microphone. Yep, no, it is a car wreck. Because um... I need a car ride. Okay, well, yes, of course. Why wouldn't you at that my point? My car broke down. Oh, that's a shame. Gotta get it fixed. What kind of car do you drive? I drive 2,165 miles. Stan knows a guy. Uh, I can help you with that. <laughs> Stan can get you in a brand new Chevy Volt. I drive 8 hours plus 10 hours. Okay, how much is that? That would be... That would be 18 miles. All right, perfect. Love it. Mother, I need your help. Like, bro, put some, put some electricity into your robot's head. What? I mean, that should be our show slogan. Bro, put, your, uh, put some electricity in your robot's you do have a fan, Hudson. Our buddy Sean enjoys you on this show. Yes. He says that he you bring more energy than all of us combined, which I can't deny. Then buy That's my it. energy. Okay, buy See? his energy. Call him Pepco. He's selling off energy. Why, uh, am, I not, why am I not writing these rhymes I'm, down? Go ahead and make a t-shirt that says open left door and then just post it on, on Google. Perfect. You know what? We'll get on that tonight after the show. I got a uh, show to run. Or maybe you should put it somewhere in a mall so that when they buy it, that means they can wear that to be on our channel. And and that could be one of our merches, by the way. I, you know what? I like what this is thinking. Hudson is head of monetization now. It could be all four of us on the merch. Or we should. Say all five of us. Yeah, all five of us. Yeah, all five of us. Yeah. So we can... I, thought, I don't know if five is going to fit on a shirt. Or maybe we can do two three. by two by two. Well, that's six. Wait, we have... Oh, we should... Maybe we do two by two by one. How about two, one, two? And then you look like a square, but with someone in the middle. I look like a square? Yep. <laughs> Bro, my head... No, you look like a square. That's not... Scott. You're not wrong. Actually, you look like an oval. Uh, oh, here's what I call, here's what I call an over in the square. Okay. Uh, oh, queer. <laughs> but here's the other way to say it. Okay. A, um, uh, a sovo. Okay. It actually, isn't that a NASCAR <laughs> race coming up this I, year? I think so. I think it's in March. <laughs> Squoval? Squoval. <laughs> well, maybe I can, well, maybe I can. Maybe, all right. I'm gonna give you guys a challenge. Okay. You have to Is finish this like a doing side the merch. Quest? 
You have to finish doing the merch by April, or I will not pay you ten thousand dollars. Where did you get ten thousand dollars from? <laughs> His energy. My wallet. I forgot I had ten thousand dollars in my wallet. Johnny, did you give him ten thousand dollars with the wallet? Did you forget to take that he out? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. He missed. He did. I mean, I gave it to him when he was born. He so. still give me a wallet. I did give you a wallet. It has Marvel characters on it. I mean, he's Mr. Robbing my wallet. <laughs> Fair. That's Mr. Stealing my wallet. Well, there we go. So all I'm going to need to do okay. is buy a white plain shirt, uh-huh. sell it that has all five of us, and another t-shirt that says... Open the F door. Perfect. Yeah. And then you gotta post those by 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 May. Oh, okay. We got an extension. Thank you, sir. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty long, so I'm pretty sure you'll post it by then. Nah, uh, you you overestimate us. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Actually, I prefer to have ten thousand hundred and sixty-five fans on this on um, on this show. Hey, so so do we, so we could quit our real jobs. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That'd and be then good. we could b- become rich. Oh yeah. And then oh. we buy our own mansion. Oh. For and then sure. we could all live in it, bro. <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. I love the I love the way your thought process is going. <clears throat> all right, Hudson. 722, buddy. You got an extra two minutes tonight. What, what do you want to leave the people with? Is there anything you want to say? Bye-bye. That's right. it? Perfect. You know No what? more words of wisdom? Short, do you have any shout-outs? Short and sweet. I love it. A shout-out to all of our fans. Man, a boy. That's a good shout-out. That's a good... That's what this kid loves it. Good shout-out. All, shout right. Out. all right, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for the like merch idea, buddy. Like and open subscribe. Yep, open the F-door, buddy. Okay. See ya. All right, bye, Hudson. Let's see how this is. Is my mom still there or no? See ya. Bye, buddy. Bye. Bye, yo. Okay. Hey, oh. there he goes. All right. All right. Well, I mean, you're going to have to check that out when you get home. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll have very detailed instructions. I'm going to open the F door. Here we go. Hot dog! Now Wait, they cool. they delivered beer as well. Mm-mm. Oh, I had that in the fridge. Okay, perfect. But I just I didn't have access to it. Perfect. Wonderful. Until I walked. You want in. me to play injury report music? Yeah, let's get some injury report music. Oh yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face-Off Hockey Show Injury Report. Mark's got that crazy bread. Lay's not going to know what to do with himself if he watches the video. He's going to be laughing his ass off so much. Like, we need to get get Leahy on the show with Hudson. Yes. And let them interact. Jesus. Just sit back and let the money roll in. We need to show we need to show Hudson there are other redheads in this world. Yes, yeah. You're not alone. You and your sister are not alone. Uh Kale McCarr, undisclosed injury. He is day to day, but aren't we all? 
Uh, Uri, uh, 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 God, what is it? Uri, Uri Slavkovsky, lower body injury. He's out three months, and that's just the first of many Montreal Canadian oh. injuries. Yeah, they've had issues recently. Jake Evans, lower body injury. He's out eight to ten weeks, but avoided surgery. Jake Allen, upper body injury, week to week. Uh, and Jonathan Jouen, upper body injury, and he is out until the All-Star game. It's a good Oof. thing they're fucking tanking for Bedard. Uh, I mean, I, as they should. We find out later how great he is. Yeah, in a little bit. But he might have a little bit of competition on the female side. We'll get to that here in a bit, too. Uh, Nick Robertson of the Maple Leafs, shoulder surgery. He is out uh, six months. His season oh, is done. Uh, and Mark Stone of the Golden Knights, upper body injury. He is weak to mm. weak. They took the sword out. They took the <laughs> wait, that was late. <laughs> I get it. See, that could be work both ways. That could be an Alan Walsh joke, or that can be oh. a sword in the stone joke. Could be. Could be. Who's to say? Mark, was it hot and ready for you? Or did they they skimp you on the hot and readiness? Absolutely. I'm on with the D- Detroit deep dish. Yeah. Oh. Option. All right. Is that all right? Good stuff. All right. Okay. Is Detroit just Italian? Is Detroit Sicilian. deep dish like a Sicilian? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Oh. Yeah, I thought so. Right. I don't know what that means. So, yeah, good stuff. Uh, hey, Mark, do you know we had a Patreon? I didn't. Can you tell me about how I can sign up for it? Thanks for listening. That's because Mark's not normally on the show. <laughs> I was going to say thanks for listening. Uh, Patreon.com slash show. I was just prepping you up. <laughs> well, Johnny just goes, yeah, I did, but you can tell me anyway. Uh, <laughs> face, uh, Patreon.com slash show. You give us a dollar, you get the video show. Uh, you can see Hudson in all his glory. Uh, you can, uh, you can uh, give us $5. You can pick a segment. Uh, for us to talk for about. Hudson. For Hudson to talk about. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then we talk about other things, and sometimes you get vault material when we get unlazy enough to do it. Um, <clears throat> and by we, I mean me. And by me, I mean us. Uh, you could be like Jerome, Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, and Sean. They contribute, so can you. Patreon.com slash show. All the money is in the bank. What bank? Who's to say? Um, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this fourteen-year-old uh, phenom in the women's uh, under 18s I think I've seen videos on the Twitter. Yeah. Um, I have to get her name because I'm gonna completely. What makes her so phenomenal? While you look up her name, um, that she's fourteen playing in the World Juniors, essentially. Um. That that's a big thing. Uh, Nella uh, Lupusnova, Lup, uh, Lupusnova. Yeah, I think that's right. Fourteen-year-olds uh, taking the under-18s by storm. Uh, performed a little scoop and score, a little lacrosse goal, picking it up uh, on the side of the net, taking it coast to coast, tucking it. You know, it's basically it's not a Michigan because let's be honest, a Michigan you have to be in a stand, standing position. A Michigan is not a moving part. This is like a moving Michigan. This is a moving Michigan. Yeah. I like to call it a rowboat. Okay. Um, so but, this is more like an upper peninsula. I'd say so. Yeah, more more of a youper for sure. Yeah. Um, a little bit more. There's a little bit more movement. Yeah, on, little, on the chicken fingers. A little bit more movement on the chicken fingers, absolutely. But the fact that she's 14 and doing this, and uh, it's uh, it's quite the uh, 
I mean, okay. she's fantastic. She's great. From what I've seen, great so far. skater has great vision on the ice. Um, man, and if you want to get a women's league going in a big way, uh, maybe I don't know, develop it before she gets in there, and then make the world thing big. Yeah, just saying. Just I mean, she's saying. got four more years of the under eighteen. Four more years. Four well, more three. years. I think that's how math works. Well, I think she can be eighteen and. Oh, there you go get there um <clears throat> let's see if she, they got stats um uh i mean she's by far their best player uh she won the mvp of the tournament perfect nine goals and 12 points leading the entire tournament that's at fantastic. 14 yeah that's pretty impressive not gonna lie that is insane also obviously like lebron it is clark francis is gonna go out to Slovi- uh, slovakia and start scouting there Saying she's going to go to Kentucky. Um, Only for one year, though. Yes. Uh, Lupus Nova was actually only one goal behind uh, uh, Caitlin Kramer uh, for goal-scoring leader. Uh, So that's definitely something. Uh, February birthday, so she'll actually turn 15 here in in a month or so. Um, Yeah, 5'7", already at 14. Good Lord. Wow. How how old were you when you were five seven, Mark? <laughs> Today. Oh, okay, good. <clears throat> I mean, I think I was five seven in college. I don't think I grew anymore after college. So okay, I haven't gotten to five seven. No, John's still working on it. Yep. Jesus, I still God. have that growth spurt coming. <clears throat> so in the Slovakia Women's League, I don't actually hold on. I got to find out what this W means. This this fucking stat can't be true. If it is, god damn. Let me see how old this girl is. The, this by the way, I just want to say the scoring in the in the women's league in Slovakia is fucking insane. Um <laughs> so Lupus Nova has played six games in the top tier women's division, has fifteen goals and twenty five points. <laughs> wow. You said in, in six, six games? Six, six games? Six games. The leading goal seems like a lot. The leading goal scorer. Or the leading point getter has 62 points in 11 games. <laughs> Mark, Mark's giving that ASMR, baby. When uh, she, uh, that seems, uh, <laughs> that seems, that that seems ridiculous. It's she's got a, she's she's got a uh, 5.64 points per game. Does Alexandra Litskaya? Um, but uh, yeah, Lusnova has. Uh, 25 points in six games. And the U16 level, she has 15 goals and 31 points in 10 games. A little off the pace. Um, But, yeah, no, she is uh, definitely a phenomenon. Definitely someone who is... Uh, if if she if she can... If, if the PHF can actually get something going, she's going to be highly sought after. And I'm sure colleges are looking at her. But it's also nice that that's occurring in a country outside of the United States or Canada. Absolutely, absolutely. To have that like that's kind of how the game, that's how the women's game becomes bigger. Is people, players like that? Exactly. There's a thing about um, highlight culture killing basketball. I think highlight culture actually increases the interest in hockey. I would agree with that. I think that we've got a lot of um, a lot of access to um the sport now mm-hmm. like around the world basically for sure definitely and i think the you know 
everyone having a phone, a cam, a video camera in their phone helps a ton too. Yeah. <clears throat> Unless you're doing like scandalous things. Well, the highlight culture for hockey, I've mentioned this before. I think social media is huge for trying to <clears throat> like, for instance, the, the Michigan that Zegris scored last year. Or the three different ridiculous plays he did last year, <laughs> right. right? The reach that those plays got just because of social media versus like watching the highlight on NHL Network or mm-hmm. Sports Center or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It gets, it gets to it way more people than it normally would have yeah. because of social media. Absolutely, so this is the good benefits, part of social media. That benefits hockey more than it does other sports, in my opinion, because. You know, people are looking <clears throat> for highlights for other sports, and sometimes they aren't looking for hockey highlights. Yep. People that aren't normally hockey fans, and that's the whole point of outreach is reaching people that wouldn't normally be looking for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So <clears throat> keep your eye out on uh, Lupa Sanova because she is going to be she's going to be impressive. Well, I mean, she could be playing in the Olympics. Like coming up here shortly, isn't the Olympics next two two years? Next February? No. Yeah. 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 I think the Winter Olympics is in. No, it'd be in twenty four. I think it's an even year. So it is two years. Or no, it is next year. Today's, no, it's twenty three. It's twenty six. Ah, uh, summer's twenty four. Uh, summer was the one they postponed in twenty twenty to have twenty twenty one. Gotcha. And then, like two months later, there was the Winter Games too in twenty twenty two. That's right. There you so go. she's going to be, right. still, she'll be what? Just turning eighteen. Yeah. So that's pretty insane. Yeah, this is amazing. This is, um, like I said, this is what, like, women's sports, especially women's hockey, needs mm-hmm. is this type of, like, groundswell around somebody who's not American or Canadian. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw this with. I mean, most of the time, their goalies like Nora Ratty. Uh, yeah. From Finland, um, there's been a couple Swedes that I can't remember off the top of my Kalst- head. Kalstrom, I think, was one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> to, to get a not like, and like, you can be honest, Slovakia is not necessarily a traditional hockey market either. I mean, that more more went to the Czech Republic or Czechia if you're if you're nasty. True. Um, Slovakia is just slowly getting into a male uh, world in terms of being uh, a dominant or at least a force to be reckoned with in hockey. So to have the the women's game like this and to have a, a star player like this is pretty damn pretty damn impressive. I'm not going to lie to you. So, yeah, keep an eye out, folks. Keep an eye out for Nella Lupusanova. Um, Transitioning to a, another kid who's a phenomenon, something like a phenomenon, and that is uh, Connor Bedard. Shock as a shock to no one, mm. uh, was the uh, number one uh, ranked prospect for the 2023 draft um, by a long shot during the midterms. For how many years? Um, <laughs> currently, in 31 games, he has 36 goals and 78 points. Projected to have 143 points in 57 games. That's not bad. It's pretty good. Pretty good. He came back from the World Juniors, uh, and he's played three games since the World Juniors, has 13 points in those three games, 
including uh, nine goals. But Bedard didn't get traded, right? No, he is still with the Regina Pats. Gotcha. They decided against trading him yeah, for just uh, like, an entirely new team. Yeah, they're just like, hey, listen, um, let's just keep him. Like, I don't care if we're tanking. We have Connor F and Bedard. Um, open the F door. Open the F door. It's almost like it's almost like WWE. Get the F out. Um, <laughs> yes. I don't remember saying that, but it sounds like something I would say. So no, remember we were discussing Harper saying that. Oh yeah. Two weeks ago, Harper yeah. or three weeks ago, Harper said that. Remember? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were talking yeah. about that on the show. Okay. That might yeah. be what he's referring to. All right. That makes more sense. That makes more sense. Okay. By the way, Regina currently fourth in the East Division, uh, forty-four points. They are twelve points behind Moose Jaw. Jeez. So maybe they should have traded for. Maybe some they other should have people. gotten some. Yeah, they might trade them to the Winnipeg Ice or whoever's hosting. Who's hosting? What is the twenty twenty-three Memorial Cup? Trade them to that team. Memorial. I do always appreciate that the host city is like, oh, cool, we already are in the top four. Let's just get some players. Oh, yeah, they are playing in the Enter Sandman Center in Kamloops. They should have traded him to the Blazers. Mm. He's a BC boy. That would have been great. Can't play it too long. It's too close to perfect. Um, All right, let's talk about this. Uh, Ivan Provorov. Uh-huh. There was a big thing that happened yesterday. Yeah. Fly- uh-huh. Flyers had their pride night. Uh, Provorov did not take warm-ups. Did not want to have a pride jersey. Did not want to use pride tape. Uh, afterwards, said it's because of his religion. And he doesn't hate anybody, but he didn't want to, for taking his religion, he would take be taking no more questions about the matter. Uh-huh. So that causes stink. Because, you know... Hockey is for everyone. Um, the You Can Play people put out a statement. They were working with the NHL and basically said, yeah, I mean, can't really have inclusion when everyone, or all, all the team except one player does it. Uh, Tortorella said there was no thought of benching him, even though he didn't want to take warm-ups with the pride, uh, you know, not wearing the pride jersey, not being a team guy. Um, There's a whole to-do. I get it. If you want to use religion as as something as to to not do something great, you could also mm-hmm. have been you could have also been sitting in the press box for that game too. If that's the way you want, if you, you feign an injury, feign a sickness, say you got flu like symptoms, do something. But the Flyers PR people fucking yeah, they just throw them square. They on were the just bus. fucking. You know what? Cool. We're gonna do all our good talking points, and fuck this guy. He's gonna be out of town by the trade deadline anyway. Fuck him. I mean, the interesting part to me was, like, this can't be new. Yeah, I mean, so how many Pride Nights have they had before? And they Has he been hurt every other Pride Night and that that's why this has never come up before? Or is just nobody giving a shit before now? That's a good question. Because, like, it can't... He's been in the league for six years. Mm-hmm. I feel. Or more. No, you're like, probably right. This can't be the first Pride Night that he was a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't get it. I, I mean, I understand the, like, hockey is for everybody. And, you know, if there's not a person taking part of it, then, you know. Yeah. 
that's probably not for everybody. Um, but like in two weeks, somebody else will be mad about something. So, I mean, it probably won't even take that long. It's probably like a 76 hour news cycle. Oh yeah. No, like we're, we'll forget about this by the weekend. Something else wild will happen. Um, go from there. But like, I mean, I do see both sides of this coin. Yeah. Um, And I don't believe that this can be the first one that he's ever played in. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, there's a part of me that actually feels like people were going after Tortorella just as much as Provorov. Oh yeah. Uh, in this situation, um, because of some comment that Tortorella made when he was the U S coach. Yes. Something to that effect. Yeah, when he said that uh, if uh, it was we're during, was it the World Championships or was it a World Cup of Hockey? He says, oh, it was during the Kaepernick thing, where he said that if if anybody sits down for the anthem, they'll be sitting there the rest of the game. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. I I I think there was a better way to handle the situation. Like I said, if you want to, like, you you want to say religion is the reason why you don't want to participate in in a Pride Night or whatever an inclusive night fine whatever go with whatever your deity is same time the flyers should have done something and and been like you know what he like gotten ahead of it yeah like you know what he came to the rink he wasn't feeling great we sent him home and we're gonna we're gonna reevaluate him tomorrow that way how many people how many people at this point are like i don't really have an affinity for the military and every NHL team does the military night. Like, are there going to be people that don't want to wear the military jersey and everybody's just going to get as mad? Oh, I hope I they the people who get mad are the people who are supporting Provorov. Let's be honest. So, uh, I, well, look, I mean, we asked the NHL for more transparency on stuff, mm-hmm. you know, upper body injury, lower body injury. So here we go. Yeah. They were transparent about. Yeah. You know, if if they would have just been like, "Oh, we sent him home," that's just the same old, same old. You know, not that's whatever. The the guy made a decision, yeah, so he can live with the decision. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Report what happened, and then let people decide what they want. Not, don't you don't need to hide the fact that he did it for a reason. He's a grown man. He made his decision. There's no reason to hide it. He's dealing with the consequences. True. I don't know the number of people that are like I don't want him on the flyers trade him now is kind of interesting but that's Twitter and Twitter's a shit show well yeah I mean there you go okay religious beliefs are are fine they're all well and good but you're also an employee of a company essentially that like you don't just you know sometimes you participate in things that you don't agree with just because you're an employee of a company. Right. I think that's what gets me too. It's like hockey's a big team first thing, team first, team first. Then the individual comes out. Yeah. And it's no longer team first. So it's a very odd situation. I think it could have been, been handled a lot better. Um I mean what if somebody doesn't really want to participate in cancer night. Not that they have anything against cancer. They just don't believe in it. Right, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, there, there's so many other things where it's just like, yeah, no, we, uh, 
we can do this or you know i don't i don't want to do this i don't want to do that and then uh, you know you yeah have it's it's first off i think theme nights are a little eh, anyway uh, but well they're money grabs at best oh for sure and at worst it's it's what i don't know i don't know what it is at worst so i don't know why i brought it up but the point is this it happened it is what it is move onward and upward yeah he's gonna get traded anyway so the flyer fans will get their wish don't know if it'll happen sooner or later probably gonna be later uh, as they try to get the most out of him but you know ho i don't know um i mean this year has shown just how well run the flyers are though that is true their culture chain has uh, it's been fantastic mm-hmm. um yeah, so it's been it's been it's been a hell of a thing. I'm trying to find this headline, headline news, from Saturday. It was late. I had a weird uh, hockey game. Ran okayish, uh, but but uh, hey, look, the Black Bears have their new jerseys. Oh, they got the old Bay jerseys. Seen that? Heard about that? All right, so here's this is from Sinbin Vegas. Um, the headline. Robin Lehner files for bankruptcy due to ownership of Exotic Snake Farm. Interesting. Let you sink in. I'm going to say it again. Robin Lehner, the goalie, files for bankruptcy, something you do when you're out of money, due to ownership, which means you, you possess something, of Exotic Snake Farm. Jesus, Mark, with the AMSR. <laughs> Exotic Snake Farm. I was just I was just looking into my exotic snakes. <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, On the show. Yes, uh, Laner and his wife have filed for bankruptcy in Nevada, citing fifty million in debt to dozens of creditors. Um, he uh, he includes money owed to no fewer than fifty people and companies, according to the Las Vegas Review Journal. They filed the bankruptcy on December third. Months after a Wisconsin company sued Laner for $4 million, claiming the NHL player and his father failed to make any payments last year on a business loan. Um, those two are listed as principal members in a Nevada business license filing to Solar Code, a limited liability corporation doing business in multiple states. Solar Code, uh, in January 2020, your four-year repayment plan to Eclipse Services, missed five pay- the first five payments. <laughs> It happens, I guess. So what exactly makes a snake exotic? Well, I mean, we'll get to that. Aren't most snakes uh, fairly exotic? I mean, or either either all snakes are exotic or I think none these are, of them I think are these exotic. are rare exotics. Like, I mean, I, I guess like the, oh, okay, the, the hold on. So you can, garden snake you can get You can get an Ovechkin rookie card, right? Okay. Uh-huh. But if you get an Ovechkin patch rookie card out of 150, that makes it exotic. Got it. So the limited, the limited so number the of it. So if the snake's wearing an Ovechkin jersey. Exactly. If it's a gem mint 10, then it's exotic. So they he were died. breeding these exotic snakes? No, he was collecting them. Apparently he missed payments for a collection of rare snakes he purchased for $1.2 million in 2017. Laner keeps the snakes in his reptile farm in Plato, Missouri. That's Don't... exactly where I think of, Why? I think of snakes. Right? A psychopath. What? <laughs> Like, why are you? I guess does Plato, Missouri have that much of a that much of a tax break for snakes? 
Yeah, I guess so. The, Maybe. The, the laws are friendly for exotic pet yeah, owners. Exactly, I suppose. Population Sounds is llamas. population is 82. Uh, dead smack in the middle of the state. Um, A- 82 people? 82 folks. <laughs> and so, snakes. 82 folks, 140,000 snakes. Really weird. Um, I don't know why they have a, a school. <laughs> why they have a school. Who? Yeah, I'm sorry, but sorry, who but... thinks that $1.2 million worth of snakes is a good investment? <laughs> they can only depreciate in value. <laughs> uh, let me see this snake. My lord. Snake farm. I mean, apparently Robert Lehner loves his snakes. Can I get a name of this snake farm? They cannot, they don't. Snakes are us. Uh, is Laner is the owner of RL Exotics LLC, a company that oversees an exotic reptile farm with three employees in Plato, Missouri. All right. Do they have a three website? of eighty-two people? Yeah, exactly. So, well, and then one of them lives in Vegas, so it's actually two of eighty-two. Um, all right. The only RL Exotics I got is uh, something in uh, Britain where you can rent luxury cars. So hold on, you can't even like buy snakes from them. Like he was just trying to buy snakes and then like keep them. I think he's, yeah, he's just collecting snakes. Like he was Jake Roberts. Wow. Wow. Yes, <clears throat> I've seen some and heard of some poor, uh, you know, money management decisions. But this one takes the snake. Haha. Uh, <laughs> so court, according to uh, to uh, KMIZ, KMIZ, it's awesome. A lawsuit was filed by uh, Ben Reddick's Reptiles. I, uh, that's the name of the company, not his actual reptiles. <laughs> uh, in 2018, after Reddick's wife, uh, Len Lee, murdered him and later wow. stopped issuing payments. What the fuck? Did she murder this him is, with one of his snakes? This is like, a, this is the snake version of... Uh... Tiger uh, King. Crocodile, or Tiger King, yeah. Yes. All right, so Laner stopped issuing payments because this dude's wife murdered him and thinking, I'm out of the bag. But no, Charles Tal, a, a businessman, took over the estate and uh, was listed as a reg- re- registered owner. And then Laner countersued, claiming that maintenance costs and uncontrolled breeding amongst the snakes lowered their value. See? It's wow, he's rarities. Right. He's right, yeah. This snake is no longer a one of two. He tried Whose fault to. Is that? He wanted to evolve uh, the Pokemon on his own. That is true. Yeah, man. yeah, but it, if he didn't want them breeding, why is it the other guy's fault? Why isn't it Robin Laner's fault? As legal battles continue, the company later claimed that Laner stole a collection of anacondas from Renix Reptiles' place of business, as well as taking a collection of ball pythons that Laner refused to pay for. So he, he, he stole anacondas and balls. Yeah. Man, Mark, you're it's, Mike. It's because his, uh, his anaconda don't want none. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, the suit was settled in November 2019, and RL Exotics LLC has been operating ever since. So you got that going for you. But he's now in bankruptcy court he's because now of all, these, all of these uh, snakes. Yep, he is, uh, of course, Laner, missing the rest of the season due to hip surgery. There it is. Gonna be missing more than that. Well, he's missing his snakes. I'd miss my snakes too if I if I had all those snakes. Great, especially if they're just out there willy nilly re- recreating. It's true. They're they're breeding. 
then. Just breeding on their own. They're no longer as uh, as sought after. It's like a racehorse. You don't just throw a racehorse out to start breeding. You That's need to true. get your cash. That's true. You uh, definitely don't open the F door when you're no. Uh, don't open you that have F a door, snake baby. Farm. That's for damn sure. Do not open that F door. Uh, Michael McCarron has been reinstated from the NHL and NHLPA assistance uh, program. Okay. S- shout out to him. Uh, John Roth is now the COO of the Buffalo Sabers. Um, as his wife Kim is uh, recovering. She's had a health issue since uh, June, which she was hospitalized for. So she stepped down as COO. She will continue to be president of the Sabre. Um, they're doing well this year. They're doing. They're doing. You know what? They're not doing as bad as people thought. Not doing as bad as people thought. Let me see if I can find something here. Because the pre- maybe Connor Bedard will end up in Buffalo somehow. How great would that be if Connor Bedard gets things going? Uh, some Jersey news. No, I don't want to support you, Chris Creamer. Stop it. Jersey news, everybody. Um, first we'll get to the Arizona Coyotes, who unveiled their uh their latest jerseys. Right, Chia, Arizona Coyotes for their Desert Knight third uniforms. Uh, you got the gecko inside the collar. Got Arizona with a star over the sky. Which is like the star in the state. Two cactuses kissing. They make an alternate uh the alternate captain logo. Hold on. Is that how <laughs> is that the pluralization of cactuses? I thought it was cacti. I thought it was too. And that looks like uh that looks like somebody just threw an extra word at the end of cactus. Cactuses. Maybe they did that on purpose. Too many multiple. There's too many plurals in that one. Exactly. Uh, Captain's patch is the crescent moon, so that's pretty nice. A little ode to the side patch. You got the little uh, kachina striping. Of course, every five or six years, the uh, coyotes switch back from the regular kachina that they started with to this brick monstrosity. So, I mean, I'm okay with it. I like I like the uh, the pants. The breezers look nice. I would have appreciated more exclusive gray. Exclusive gray would have been crucial. You are absolutely correct. Yeah. Like, right. I feel like they need to dive all in on this Arizona State thing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's got to pay the rent somehow. Not everyone can have an exotic farm, a reptile. And then uh, the Coupe de Grasse. There we go. Look at that. Old oh, Bait yeah. Air Horn. The Maryland Black Bears announcing their Old Bay jerseys. For January twenty eighth, amazing. Now are those the same jerseys with the Black Bear logo? It is. That is correct, sir. Nice. So I I sent you earlier. Those uh, those uh, numbers on the sleeves are going to be hard to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I do like it though. I feel like it came out very well. Absolutely, and this is the same jersey that you can buy on Route One Apparel. Route One also teaming with. Uh, the Black Bears and K1 to get this jersey here. It's God, there's going to be a lot of... Where, where's the C going on that? Probably around here, <laughs> I would say. Um, So, yeah, these will be a one-off, one and I'm pretty sure this will be a dash auction dash uh, after the game. Yeah. So They said your... they're going to auction them off for the Maryland 
food bank. Correct. Yes. So there you go. Keeps the keeps the home yellow thing going, and uh, throws the flag in there. And it's got a little old old bay blue air horn. And you got the tins on the shoulders. Those are nice. That's a nice touch too. Yeah, I like the nameplate a lot. Yeah, they're gonna have the off. I hope. Actually, I hope it's just Old Bay on the back and the numbers. And All that, of them say Old Bay. And then Otano's really gonna have to realize. Really gonna have to memorize the numbers. Um. So there we go. Hi, Lyle. Hi. <laughs> tippy tippy tapparoo. Uh, I like, what do you think of the old Bay jerseys? I like them. I really like them. Yeah. Those are really sharp. They're nice. They're nice with now, it. You also have to think that they're wearing uh, black pants and black and red gloves. They better be. Yeah. Yeah. The black and red that, gloves would work because that would blend oh, in. Oh, the... God, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I agree with you. They need to have uh, – the names need to be just old Bay. And, yeah, uh, yeah they're going to have to memorize the numbers when they're calling the play-by-play. So exactly. they're not going to yeah. They're pros. They know. They know. Well, number 39 in your program, number one in your hearts. Exactly. Jeff Old Bay. <laughs> Steve Old Bay. But if they just <laughs> called him by their first name, Old Bay. All that, that'd be great. Yeah. They're like, in our center, Prad Old Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Marco Old Bay. I uh, gotta love it. So there you go, January 28th. And then on the Dash app for uh, the auction. Oh, I show up. Mark just takes off. That's okay, fine. fine. Screw him. <laughs> I see well, uh, Hudson gave you a shout out earlier. Though. Oh, right yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, he asked us who the guy was that comes in and yeah, the, uh, the rest <laughs> of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, where is Mark in witness protection this week? What the hell? He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another hotel. Yeah, but Little Caesars found him, <laughs> yeah, so they can't yeah, be that exactly. Good. He's not that secure. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask Mark a question uh, when he gets back. Uh, it is okay. pertinent to hockey and where he is located. Uh, right. You, you sound to... uh, congested there, Johnny. Uh, I'm actually getting my voice back. So oh. this is great. Yeah. <laughs> this is my normal bout of like bronchitis, except oh. this year it went uh, very high, very low, very high in January. And my body was like, oh, cool, it's May. No, fuck off, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So this will probably happen again this year. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, if you're Johnny, nothing. Like it's, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just normal. It's permanent. Yeah. It's actually a lot of fun because everybody at work's like, wow, you sound terrible. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stop talking. All right, see you guys. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to go on mute. You know, that's, that's fine. One way to get out of that. yeah, that's one way to get out of them Zoom meetings yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't talk. Yeah. Can't talk. Yeah. Uh, now for me it's just sinuses and get, mm. man weather here's been crazy and that's what's been triggering it it's the, the temperature goes up and then it goes down then it's rain and it's snow then it's back to rain and it's just bah. Bah. so yep welcome to maryland right exactly <laughs> honestly we we've got somebody's weather and it ain't ours this this winter holy crap we've had hardly any snow at all nice Always good. Mark's back. I have a question for Mark. Question, Mark. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, you're in Norfolk. Yes. Has the hype about the uh, the just past All Star game in the ECHL been in full force? Are they are they reliving that high of the game that just happened? <laughs> yeah. Everyone I talked to, that's all they wanted. Everyone was that. Everyone was just like, yeah, this is this is where it's at. Everyone yeah. who's anyone in Norfolk. 
was there. I yes, heard. I heard. True. I heard tickets were still on sale like day of, <laughs> and and a lot of them. <laughs> oh, oh dear. So the the All Star Game apathy doesn't just extend to professional sports. Then no, 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 no. Way beyond that. Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, not that. Okay. I mean, obviously, the AHL is also professional sports, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No. My. No. I'm with you on that one. No results. Not top tier. Yeah. Professional. Not to, not the stuff of that dreams are made of. Yes. Uh, so so yeah. clearly, I mean, the, 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 we got to stop this stuff. What's if that? people aren't going to the games, then yeah, what's the bother? Point? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, especially yeah. Uh, like if 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 they're not going to the games either, uh, in the area that they're in, I'm sure that this is held in any other ECHL location. You know, Toledo, Indy, <laughs> Jacksonville's got a really big following. So does the Everblades in Florida. These things sell out. Norfolk just seems apathetic to most things, aside from the Navy. Like we like the Navy, big fans of that. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, but I would disagree. I mean, All Star okay. Games in minor league leagues um you know most of the people that are hometown fans of these teams only care about their team mm. they don't really know anybody on the other teams nor do they care who's on the other teams cuz the turnover on those teams is probably way too high well, to, and, to even remotely follow oh. closely but i think the the um the ECHL did it right as they had an eastern all-star a western all-star and then um, uh, a roster that is just Norfolk Admirals. And I think that was another Norfolk Admirals. It was half and half Norfolk Admirals. So, so. they did the, the same thing that the NHL does with four teams and they rotate around? Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, but doesn't that make it worse, though? Yeah, it kind of does. All of the Norfolk Admirals apparently were playing, and they still didn't want to come watch. No, no. <laughs> capacity, capacity. There is ten thousand uh, over, just over ten thousand, ten to fifty-three. Uh, announced attendance of five thousand and sixty-seven. So, oh. un- Oof, about oh, half. Oof. Yeah. Some of them might not have showed up because the Admirals were playing. That's that's true too. <laughs> to be like, oh. We got to see them again. I mean, we get to see Western and Eastern All Stars, but fuck, I got to see these bastards again. Yeah, these guys again. Jesus. But the other thing is, like, Still who else is coming to that except for media and probably season ticket holders that already watch oh, all the Admirals games? Good. Yeah, you know, bold if you do assume media is going to that game. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like somebody's coming from Jacksonville to watch the all-star game in no hey no. i mean yeah i'm sure some people maybe are but like parents it's yeah, true. Par- parents <laughs> yeah. yeah the players parents south carolina yeah, teams will come up um i mean listen norfolk's not not that not doing great um 627 and one or six Ouch. sorry 627 Oof. and three sitting last in the north division um they are the Columbus Blue Jackets of the ECHL. And last in the ECHL in total. Yes, they're sinking. Mm. It's ironic that their uh, their logo is an anchor. There you go. As they anchor <laughs> down the North Division. <clears throat> but it's okay. an anchor with a rope that's wrapped around uh, a ska- a leg with a skate on it, pulling them down underneath beneath the waves. That's true. <laughs> it's it like snake. That's the yes. logo. Yep. Oh, howdy. 
Gotta love. There's no Savannah Ghost Pirates. It's true. Hey, hey, hey! Now there's a great logo. That's a great logo and solid team this year. Sure, they're in last place, but they're getting goals. Hey, there you go. They're losing games by a minimal amount, so that's all you can hope for. Hey, there you go. Still, great name. That you know what? That South Division could be the greatest name division in the history. Rattle them off. All right, here we go. So, of course, the Savannah Ghost Pirates. Yes. The Orlando Solar Bears. Oh, yeah, the Solar Bears. The Greenville Swamp Rabbits. Ha! Yes! The Jacksonville Icemen. South Carolina Stingrays. Atlanta Gladiators. And, of course, the Coupe de Gru. Florida Everblades. (laughs) The Everblades. I like that one, too. That's a hell of a division for names. That's a hell of a a division with several very well-named teams that you would love to see names like that in the NHL. You never will, of course, because they're a a serious league. Exactly. Hey, you want hey, you want to see teams with really cool names, man? Go to the Eckle. There you go. Go to the Eckle. Yes. That's the best promotion that the Eckle has had in years. Oh my Probably, god. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Between the Swamp Rabbits and game. the Ghost Pirates and the Everblades. Yeah. yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Oh my. Uh Tag Bertuzzi is actually on the Norfolk Admirals too. Uh he's from Vancouver. And Lyle Vancouver's a fucking mess right now. Um <laughs> Jim Rutherford gave the fucking whack out press conference after oh, wow. Quinn Hughes Quinn Hughes said uh after hearing that Tanner Pearson's hand was you know, he was gone for a bit, Quinn Hughes is like, Yeah, that could have been handled a lot better. And then everyone's just like, Kafai? Huh? What happened? <laughs> and then then Jim Rutherford's like, Well fuck, I guess I gotta talk now. Yeah. And they fired Bruce Boudreaux but didn't and they're trying to hang on to him. I don't know. It was a weird press conference. Oh, that was, yeah. Oh. I mean, I, I, yeah. That was that was really really odd. I mean, it, they, at least I will give Rutherford credit when he at least he said, okay, things aren't working out the way that I had planned. <laughs> pretty pretty much. I'm not saying that verbatim, but you could get the gist of it pretty quickly. That yeah, this this isn't working out as as he had initially hoped. Um, but uh, boy, oh boy. Right off, right off the bat, a big thing for me, just leaving Bruce Boudreaux just hanging out there, to yeah. you know, twisting in the wind, man. I mean, everybody knows he's a goner. Yeah. Everybody knows he's a goner. <laughs> and it's like, you know, if you're going to get rid of him, Do if it. you have no intent, if, you, if you're going to, you know, if, if you're, you're, you're going to go out and you're going to get hire Rick Tockett or whoever, uh, if that's your it. game plan, then just just fire him or give him the option to resign. And just have one of the assistant coaches step in temporarily until you you get your new coach. Don't put this guy through this misery. It's not his fault that, you know what, management, you screwed up by not improving the defense, which was a weakness stretching back to last season when you came in and took over the team. You know? I mean, good God. (laughs) You know, so I, you know, you could 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 things be a little different? I mean, could has Boudreaux maybe made some mistakes? Could do things different? Sure, obviously, perhaps, whatever. But you know, you basically handcuffed the guy by giving him just a lousy defense. Absolutely, it's Quinn Hughes and some other names you might vaguely know. The only reason people know that Luke Shen's on the team is because in the last two weeks, Luke Shen has popped up in the trade in trade rumors, and people went, "Wow, Luke Shen's still playing!" and He's playing with the Canucks. Oh, that explains a lot. You know. So there you go. Bruce Boudreaux hasn't really been known for his defensive coaching style anyway. That's true. 
And that's yeah, a fair but point. Then combined with not having good defensemen. That, no, 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 no. You're thinking, you're thinking Washington Capitals era Bruce Boudreaux. Actually, Boudreaux has improved uh, since then with the Ducks and with the Wild as well. So you can't sit down and make that argument that, well, no, he, he's not as renowned for his, you know, defensive play, blah, blah. No, honest to God, you know, if if they had a better defense and we're still playing lousy, then we'd say, yeah, okay, whatever it is, Bruce Boudreaux is not a good mix there. I don't think that's the case. I really don't think that's the case. You had the players coming out, and you know, guys like like Horvat and Miller and guys are saying, look, we're we're playing our guts out for this guy. You know, like they genuinely don't want him to go because, you know, he came in last season as a breath of fresh air, and I mean, it, they just ran out. They just ran out of season before you know they they could make the playoffs. They were kidding. They were that close, but they just ran out of runway and this season it just got off to a really really rough start and it you know they've been struggling ever since uh i don't think that's all entirely bruce boudreaux's fault i think that's management's fault because they did a crap job they they didn't address the defense which was their biggest problem area they were looking at thatcher demko to be able to bail them out a full season of thatcher demko bailing them out oh shit he got hurt and you know spencer martin bless him he's doing what he can Mm -hmm. you know but yeah, the, the, you know, there's just not enough D there. Not, not a quality D. But, if I had a nickel. Yeah. But uh, so there's that. And, uh, you know, the whole Tanner Ooh. Pearson thing, it was just basically uh, we looked into it. He was treated. Uh, we gave him the best treatment, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, you know, that was pretty much what it was. It was yeah. just very quickly mentioned and then swept, you know, swept away. And, you know, Bo Horvat, yeah, he's going to get traded. <laughs> yeah, or, or, but if there was ever any question, I you know, like leading up to to this, it was like, well, we you know, you guys like Elliot Friedman saying, well, yeah, Horvat's probably going to be traded. You know, the the Canucks are listening to offers, are talking to teams, but the sense is they'll they'll come back though, they'll circle back and try one more time to see if they can't work out a contract. And Rutherford pretty much shot all that down. You know, when 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 he said, look, we made a fair offer to him. Uh, or an offer, rather, that was fair up to last season. But the season he's having now is well above what that should be. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he rejected the fair offer. The fair offer, that, that could be kind of debatable. But the bottom line is he 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 wants, and I'm talking Horvat, he wants to get, I would say, the very least equivalent to what JT Miller got. Probably, probably more because he's the captain and their leading scorer this year. Yeah, and I would say, okay, you know, look, make it eight point five mil for eight seasons, and I'll sign. And they're going, no, you're not getting more than Miller. And because they're refusing to pay more than Miller, yeah, he's he's going to get traded. He's going to be gone. Uh so, but the big thing, the big thing is soon there's as more. I, what's that? But wait, there's more. Oh yeah, but this is the grand finale. Uh, the big, my big takeaway from all this is, is once again, we're getting the company line and this is, I think the third general manager now that I've been hearing this from with the Canucks, we're not going to engage in a rebuild. We're looking at retooling the roster. As soon as I heard that, I'm just like, Canucks fans are just throwing up their hands right now going, you know, we give up, you know, we give up. Because ownership does not want 
to have a rebuild, which is what this team needs. Now, you don't need to rip it all down to the studs. My God, you know. You should, though. No, Sometimes you don't you need to. to. You got Sometimes you got a good that. core there, like like with Quinn Hughes, with Elias <laughs> Pedersen. You know, if you can get Kuzmenko signed, uh, their 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 uh, rookie this year. There's a few others there. Dasher Demko's under contract. They've got a core that they can build around. You know, it's just do it right. But they haven't. They're, they're not going to do it. Right. And 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 what. <laughs> what Rutherford's envisioning here is if he trades guys like Horvat and things like that, you know, players like that, he he's not looking for draft picks per se to come back. He's looking for players on entry level contracts who aren't working out with their current teams. You know, so you know that that's given the automatic assumption. Well, it could be somebody like uh, the New York Rangers, uh, Alex, Alexis uh, Lafreniere, mm-hmm. or maybe Capo Caco. Right. Or, you know, maybe you look to Edmonton and, and Jesse Pugliarvi. But, you know, they, they, they've been doing that whole reclamation project thing this season. I mean, they brought in Ethan Bear and, and OK, he's, he's worked out fairly well, you know, not too bad. But Ethan Bear, Jack Stanika, a um, couple other guys that they brought in, you know, who, you know, young players who didn't work out on their teams brought them in. But they haven't moved the needle here. The team is not demonstratively better. They're actually worse, you know, than they were last season. They're actually worse. So why why are you going to do a retool by grabbing reclamation projects and thinking that's going to magically work wonders for you? Uh, they're, yeah. watch, they're watching too much home home and garden television, HGTV. Uh, oh, boy, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, I'd like to buy a house, $2.4 million. I'm a blogger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Well, if you, if you listen to Mark's kid, you know. Yeah. We I mean, just have to, got, make the, we have to make that. Got sound. Uh, Hudson's become the head of monetization on the show. Yeah. I'll just let you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to come in during uh during the first hour here in the coming weeks, so I get a chance to. Sean to... Leahy wants to be on the show too. Hudson's the sensation that's sweeping the nation. He is, mm-hmm. man. He is. It's like, hey, you know. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> the, the 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 breakout star of the face off hockey. It, show. it is. It is good for <clears throat> merchandise ideas. That's for sure. There it is. That's for there sure. it is. Yes, uh, Leahy just wants to be on the show to be on with a with a fellow ginger. Let's be honest. That's well, our, that's what we kind of hypothesized uh, too. Our next shirt, he's already decided, is white, and it's going to have all of our faces on it. And the slogan's going to be "Shut the f door." No, open the f door. Open the f door. <laughs> yes. I like it. You gotta. Ah, uh, all right. So. Got contract negotiations going, Lyle. Yeah. Cole Caulfield, David Pasternak. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be looking at both. I mean, Caulfield's uh, going to work on his second contract there. We get, uh, we get, uh, we get a uh, bridge deal. We got a full eight year. What we got there? Oh well, uh, Ken Hughes today, the general manager of Le Canadien, in an interview today said they're looking for the long term. They oh, want, and I don't blue. blame them. They, what they're looking at, ideally, they, they're looking at Toronto like along the same lines of what uh, what his predecessor uh, signed uh, Nick Suzuki for, you know. But obviously, Caulfield's going to get a little bit more than that. But you know, Caulfield and Suzuki, 
line mates, best buds. I can I can see you know Caulfield taking between eight eight point five mil a season to go on you know seven years eight years maybe even five who knows but yeah it'll definitely be long term. Um, of course you know his agent will try and jack that up much higher. But Ken Hughes of course is a former agent, so I I will be very very surprised if that if that contract jumps towards ten mil a season. I think there's going to be a real push here to try and keep that down around as close to Nick Suzuki's as possible. But, uh, yeah, that that definitely is going to happen because Caulfield is, has proven himself. I mean, there, if there was ever any doubt after that rough season last season about whether he was going to be a, a proven scorer, he has silenced all doubters this season. So, uh, yeah, that's going, to be, uh, that's going to be a long-term deal. And, yeah, they're going to try and nail that down between eight and nine mil a season on a seven, eight-year deal. Uh, Marty Saint, Marty Saint Louis working Marty Saint Louis working wonders. Yes, absolutely, yeah. and he's growing and learning as a coach as well. I mean, mm -hmm. he went through. Uh, they just went through a rough patch there in December when uh, when they were put on the, the the annual Christmas road trip to hell. Yeah, because they always got to shut the Bell Center down so that Cirque du Soleil can play over Christmas time, which is uh, why the Canadians are always on the road in the road trip to hell, and it's always Western Conference. That's always when they do their Western Conference swing mm -hmm. to the coasts, right? <laughs> to the coasts. Yep. And it's just brutal. And then they swing back, and they end up hitting. Then they wound up hitting the East as well. But it was just, just brutal. Because, of course, they need those sweet, sweet Cirque du Soleil dollars because the Canadians are hardly a draw in Montreal. Mm -hmm. It's very true. Yeah. But anyway, so, that you know, but the reason why I mention that is because at the end of that road trip, you started seeing these stories creep up in, in the Montreal media as they're bound to do. It's like, oh, is the bloom coming off the rose from Martin Saint-Louis? Seems to be struggling and adjusting and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, and they just beat the Winnipeg Jets and the New York Rangers in back-to-back -back games. And they had a very, very close loss to the New York Islanders over the weekend. So, yeah, I would kind of say the, 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 you know, a little premature to say that the bloom is off uh, the San Luis coaching rows right now. Yeah. Um, pasta. Pasta. Everybody loves pasta. That's I had some true. for dinner. That is very, very true. Yeah. It's fantastic. Pasta. And David Pasternak, too. Yeah, I'm not too fond of him. Yeah. Uh, Pasternak, though, is going to get paid considerably more than Cole Caulfield. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit more. Yeah. Being, uh, you know, eligible for unrestricted free agency. Uh, he's a former uh, Richard Trophy winner, co-owner of it uh, in 2020 with uh, with your boy, Alex Ovechkin. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would say him. You're looking at seven to eight years, obviously, and that's going to be probably between 11.5 and 12.5 mil a season. And whenever that's I mention that... Anybody. Well, that's 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 the going rate. That is the going rate. And, you know, because, hey, he's on he's on pace to have 50 goals, which he would have hit back in 2019, 20 before the pandemic ruined everybody's fun. Um, you know, I, I he's not going to win the Richard Trophy this year unless somebody breaks uh, Connor McDavid's ankle. And I'm not advocating that. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, unless something happens to Connor McDavid, I mean, the Richard Trophy is his for the taking, but I digress. But Pasternak, he, he is the, the best player right now on the Boston Bruins and he's going to be for a while. 
for a long time. Well, he's going to be he's going to be part of the core and going to be part of their leadership because Patrice Bergeron is having a heck of a season, of course, for you know being uh, 57 years old. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, 37, 37, oh. not 57. Uh, oh, uh, you know, David Krejci at 40. I'm sorry, 36 is is doing well too. But let's be honest, these guys aren't going to be around for much longer. No. Uh, Brad Marchand, same thing. Brad Marchand's mid 30s. I think he's 34. Correct. I think, uh, yeah, around Correct. that. He's not going to be around all that much longer. He's got a couple more years. You know, two, three more years left. This is going to be Pasternak's team. Everybody knows it, and the Bruins are going to have to pony up to keep them. And that's going to mean, uh, yeah, between 11.5 and 12.5 mil a season on a seven to eight year deal. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe Pasta leaves a bit of money on the table to help the Bruins out. But, you know, to go, you know, for looking down the road for future signings. But that contract's not going. If that contract is below 10 mil a season, I will be shocked. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't disrespect the pizzeria. Never, Mm-mm. never disrespect never, it. Never. It just makes me chuckle, too. I see that. So there's some Bruins fans who, you know, they'll, they'll write in their comments whenever I, I mention what Pasternak's, what I think he's going to get. No way. He, if he's not willing to take eight mil a season on an eight-year deal, he should just fuck off and go to free agency. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure that uh, Don Sweeney and the Bruins brain trust are sitting there and saying, eight times eight or you can fuck off. It's yeah. like... You don't understand how this works. If he takes a hometown discount, it'll be for 10.5 millisecs. Yeah. You will be damn happy he took that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's absolutely. Using the coupon. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and don't forget your crazy bread, too. That would be Brad Marchand. I'm sorry. What was that? Anyway. The crazy what was that bread. About? Oh, there's the tie-in. Crazy bread. <laughs> um, With this coupon not included. Coupon, <laughs> coupon not included. Um, uh, what else we got here? Hold on, close these fucking. I don't want to support you, motherfuckers. Uh, Matt Boldy, seven on seven, for the uh, the mm-hmm. the guess sidecar driver of the <laughs> Kirill Kaprizov show. Uh, no, actually, he's uh, no that that would be uh, Matt Zuccarelli you're thinking of, who's the guest archive driver. Uh, no, uh, Boldy's actually been seeing time uh, second and third line, but playmaker. Um, you know, his stats are down a little bit this season as rate of production because, of course, last season he was paired up with uh, Kevin Fiala, but. Regardless, still putting up good numbers in his sophomore season, and that that's a good that's a good move by the Wild. Um, yeah, locking this kid up to a, what's going to be a bargain contract down the road. Um, you know, when this kid hits his strike, he's only 21. Mm-hmm. I mean, when he hits 24, 25, and really starts getting and putting up his, his the, the numbers that he's expected to put up as a playmaker, yeah, people are going to sit down and you know they're going to be. Th- thanking you know bill baron praising him for for that kind of foresight to sign him for that and you're going to start seeing a lot more of that we used to see those kind of contracts before in the past but then teams kind of got away from that for a bit because some of them kind of blew up in their faces they were you know but the problem was is that in the past a lot of those long-term contracts were going to players where they had really fully established what they could do you know they were paying for potential but that potential was only being seen in kind of flashes. It wasn't really, hadn't really hit yet. So when they didn't, when it didn't pan out, they were stuck with these deals. But in the case of guys like Matt Boldy, in the case of guys like Nick Suzuki, the case of guys like Cole Caulfield, 
they they have had three seasons, two, three seasons. They have really proven themselves. So you can be comfortable linking those guys to long-term deals. Even Tage Thompson, eh? Even Tage Thompson, Ooh. guys. You know, same thing. You can feel cut because, yeah, we all doubted it, but the Sabres saw enough of what they saw last season to, knew that, to know that wasn't an outlier, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, that that's a bargain that's going to be a bargain going forward. My God, he's he's the scorer that they wanted that they were hoping Jack Eichel was going to be. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, except the difference is he's playing up to it. And my God, he's fun to watch. He is. He I I know you guys being Penguins fans or being Penguins. What the fuck? What the fuck? I know. I'm sorry. I know you guys. Bring it up to sick Hudson. What I mean to say. But honest to God, he reminds me in a way of, of Mario Lemieux. Guy that big, being that, like the stick handling that he does, mm-hmm. the moves that he's making for a guy that's what, 6'5, six, 6'6? Six, six? I mean, that's impressive. You know, it's mm-hmm. just fun to watch. And he's on the Buffalo Sabres, so you got to like that. Yeah. You know, give gives him some hope. Yeah. Gives them more hope than what they've had. Okay, fair. Yeah, that's fair. That part. Yeah, 6'6 six, <laughs> six, 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 six guy out of Phoenix, Arizona. Um, man. By the way, looking at the wild team, like going forward, next mm. couple years, if Marco Rossi can get his shit together, yeah, that team yeah. looks fucking dangerous. Yeah, the only thing that's holding is Italian, is, right? Nice, Swiss. There you go, Swiss Italian. <coughs> yeah. He's from the, the only uh, thing... the Italian part of Switzerland. Yes, actually, I think he's Austrian. Hold no, on. he is. Yeah, I was going to say. Wait a minute. Yeah, he's Austrian. Yeah, no. Um, but uh. The Italian the, part the, of Austria. The only problem for Obviously. the wild, the only problem for the wild though, is uh, next season is when they're really going to feel the big bite of the Zach Parise Ryan oh, Suter by fourteen point seven mil. Next two seasons, space. baby. Yes, for that fall of the next. Right on the dick. Seasons. So yeah, things have been going along okay for Bill Guerin for now, but the next couple of seasons are going to be a real test of 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 salary cap management for him. What, well, but. For now, though, they've got like a boatload of of trade deadline cap space, and oh yeah, I think I think yeah, if they're very much in the thick of the playoff chase, and I expect that they're going to be when we get close to trade deadline, yeah, I can see them going out and seeing if they can't bring in you know one or two kind of impact guys. What was that, Mark? No. Huh? <laughs> mute, mute, mute yourself. We can't hear anything now. Look at that. Yeah, it was uh, it was a video oh. that I was sent. I thought I was on mute, but I was not. No, you sure weren't, buddy. Heard well, everything. at least it's nothing, uh, you know, incriminating. It wasn't anything incriminating. That's a Don't worry. See, it's the same video. It's just I can't. We can't a see highlight. The, we can't see the video, but all right. Uh, highlights. <laughs> highlight like culture is ruining media. basketball. Um, are you surprised that no one took a waiver on uh, Alex Nadelkovich? No, I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, it, it, his contract uh, was one issue, and of course, his his struggles, uh, you know, basically going back to last season, didn't really pan out uh, for you know for the Red Wings as 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 had hoped that he would you know step up and be that uh, that starting goalie they want. Uh, but give Steve Eisenman credit uh, for one thing. I mean, he identified that that was that Nadjovkovic was was having problems uh, last season, so he went and got Billy Huso, and that. 
that worked out well for mm-hmm. them. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there there was no surprise there. Again, the combination of his his poor play and and his cap hit with so many teams. It's not that there weren't any teams out there that maybe wouldn't have taken a chance and would you know grabbed him off the waiver wire. But you've got twenty six teams that got less than four million cap space right now. Mm-hmm. They you know a lot of those teams are just are waiting to get close to the trade deadline if they're going to acquire players so that they can accrue enough cap space to be able to comfortably take on a contract like that. So. Yeah. And little, uh, yeah, you're right. That does that does one point eight seven five. We'll see. Uh-huh. He'll get dealt with it. For dead. me, I think the cap should be flat forever. I think this is way more fun like as a fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting though because we're uh, you know I, I've noticed in the last couple of days uh, there's there's been some grumbling. grumbling oh, right handed right handed shot defenseman. Twitterscape about uh. the old about the old flat cap. No, oh, baby. I got one. There we got go. One right there. There it is. Bleached out. Got to mention it. But even from, from uh, guys like our, our old buddy there, Greg Wyshynski, and other mm-hmm. ones complaining about the about the flat cap, and this is Gary Bettman's legacy. This really sucks. There's, you know, 26 teams, and they're, they're you know, Max yeah. Doder having to use LTIR, blah, blah, blah. Because teams he wanna, created COVID. Teams want to make trades, and they can't, and, and it's all, oh, this this is Gary Bettman's system, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, and I, and I mentioned this, too, to uh, – uh, Eric Macromala, because he had jumped on on that train too, and I I said yeah, but I said to be fair, you know the 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 flattened cap from the pandemic, you know, had a lot to do with the problem we're seeing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, and I mean that with all due respect to Eric, we had a little discussion about it on that, and just agree to disagree. Um, you know, I mean, look, you can you know you can blame Gary Bettman and the salary cap for a lot of different things and blah blah blah, but People weren't really bitching about it a lot until this season. Because it didn't actually mean anything. Yeah, because it kept going up every year. And as long as it kept going up by three to five mil a season, teams could still make trade. I mean, yeah, it it did act as a as an inhibitor on trades during the season. It did. I mean, we're not, you know, it's not like the good old days pre-salary cap when you saw a lot of trades throughout the seat throughout the season. It was great, sure, fine, wonderful. And yes, people go on and on about, well, it should have been oh, it should have been a luxury tax rather than a salary cap, blah, 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 and on and on. The bottom line is this it's it's been almost 20 years. The system is what it is, and it's not going anywhere. And the players, the players aren't complaining about it. They really aren't. Yeah. You don't see them up in arms about it. You don't see them threatening uh, all the next, oh, there's going to be a lockout. You know, I mean, and the players, as I said before, they could have avoided this whole flattened cap thing if they had agreed to an increase in escrow back in, in the fall of 2020. When Bettman went to them and said, "Okay, look, we we crunched the numbers here again. You know, we've got all the the final numbers in, and and we took more losses than we expected. So, I'm gonna ask you guys if you would if if you'd be willing to pay more in escrow, you know, for the next two years. And that way, you will have made the owners whole again quicker, and then the cap can go back up a lot faster. But the players didn't want to do that, especially, and we talked about this before, especially the ones that that year were going to be, uh, were unrest- you know, eligible for free agency, right. especially the unrestricted free agents. And they did not want that at all. They're like, no, no, a deal's a deal. And this is what we want. And this is what we agreed on. So short sightedness on their part, well, although to be fair to the players as well, 
when Gary Bettman comes to you asking for something, right, they've known over the years that, yeah, okay, what's this really going to cost us? And so Bettman does have himself to blame in that regard. He built up so much, you know, the players have so much mistrust toward him when it comes to things, all things salary cap and all things CBA, that when he said, look, guys, I know we agreed on this, but things are actually worse than we thought, so we're going to need to ask if he can contribute more. Uh But again... And we've gotten rid of Steve in accounting. Yeah, we got rid of Steve. Yeah, absolutely. Steve. Steve. Fuck that guy. But, (laughs) But honest to God... In this instance, though, as I said, as I've said to you guys before, normally my sympathies are with the players. But this time and I said it at the time, I said, you're being short sighted. Yeah, you're, you're going to get your raise for this year that you want, but you're basically going to screw yourselves for the following three. And now we're seeing it come home to roost. We started to see it last year, but this year, not as bad as this year. This year has been. Yeah. You know, when you've got, again, 26 teams with four mil or less, 17 of those teams having to use LTIR to be able to ice a full roster. Some of them, like the Panthers, haven't iced a full roster all season. The Panthers have been (laughs) averaging 20 to 21 players per game. That's all they can do. You know, when Anthony Duclair is ready to come back from his uh, torn Achilles, which should be any time now, they're going to have to move somebody to be able to fit him into the roster. Now, it could happen maybe somebody gets hurt and they end up having to put them on LTIR. I mean, that's kind of what happened uh, for the Oilers uh, with Evander Kane. You know, Evander Kane came back, he came off LTIR, but at the same time, Kaylor Yamamoto and Ryan Murray went on LTIR and they're going to be out for weeks. So that buys them some time so that they can try and find somebody to take uh, Yessi Puyuyarvi off their hands so that then they have they have cap room. But you see, this this is what I'm talking about. This is how complicated it's become. But at the end of the day, you know, this could have been avoided if the players, if, if there had been better trust between the players and between Gary Bettman, they could have worked this out. And now you're hearing that, well, that they want it to be more flexible, you know, that, well, maybe can we get together and talk about this, uh, you know, about maybe raising it artificially for next year and we can work something out, blah, blah, blah. Bettman said no publicly, but there's a feeling behind the scenes that if enough owners push for it and if the NHLPA comes to them and asks for it, that they might be able to negotiate something. But again, if you do that, Batman's going to be, you know, you got to figure it's going to cost the players something, you know, it's going to cost them. And Batman can very well easily look at, look at the player reps and say, look, I came to you, you know, three years ago and asked for this. And you said, no, you wanted that. And this it's because of you guys, this is the situation you're in. So if you want to artificially raise this a year ahead of time, here's what it's going to cost you. Memorandum of understanding comes out. It could be anything. It could be all of a sudden, you know, uh, no trade uh, clauses are only eligible if you're 30 or 27 or no trade clauses, uh, you know, uh, can be uh, limited to just three years. You can't have them for life on a contract if you reach a certain age or it could be the complete elimination of no movement clauses. Sure, you can keep your no trade, but you can still go to the minors. Mm. So. Little innocuous little things in there that doesn't seem like a big deal until they uh, step on that landmine in two or three years' time. This is so good. Yeah, Yeah, but so so think about. I mean, going to the players and write the players. Players. The players. The PA and their reps, basically. Right. You're you're talking. You know, the the top ten percent of the league is clearly the ones making most of the money. I'd say. 
for the most part, maybe mm-hmm. 15% of the players, right? Everybody else, they're, they're not on long-term contracts. So at being asked to pay into escrow on their current contract when there's no expectation that the third and fourth line guys are going to have a contract in two years to get recouped their money, of course they said no as a whole, as a group. Uh-huh. Yeah, right? but uh, yeah, but that that's just assuming that it was going to be a whole blanket thing. What he was reportedly asking, if memory serves, was that okay, the top guys pay a little more, the lower guys, based on salary, it would be like very little to nothing, depending on where you were. Like if you were earning under, if you were earning the league minimum up to one point one five or one point five mil, you would not have to pay anything in escrow. And it would sort of, you know what I mean? It would go up by, by brackets. Okay, so like tax brackets, brackets would pay yeah. certain much. With, of course, the top guys paying the most. It wasn't going to be, no, no, flat rate across the board. So you earning $750,000. Yeah, you're going to pay your 20% in escrow, just like, uh, you know, Connor God. McDavid with his, uh, you know, $14 million or whatever it is, right? Where Connor McDavid will barely notice it. Oh, that means no more. Col- oh, I can't. Bu- oh, well, I can't buy another golden back scratcher. Oh, shit. I can't buy a carton of eggs. Yes, it's true. <laughs> to the guy earning seven hundred fifty k, you know, basically going, oh shit, you know, yeah, that's a. Big I can't have my exotic life. snake farm. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Robin Lehner. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe they should have capped that off. Yeah, yeah, maybe they should have kept. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, here's what Batman's going to be saying. Okay, guys, we'll raise it by this amount, but you guys can't go out and buy any weird ass shit like exotic steak farms with your money. <laughs> I mean, I remember when eggs and toilet paper were so plentiful, you threw them at your enemies. Exactly. <laughs> now I can't do that. But you got a bidet, Johnny. You're better off for it. It's true. It's a very true statement. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so and you don't need eggs anyway, do you? Anyway, so that's all that. Eat. What is that? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, geez and crackers. What do we got? What else I got here? What else I got? This thing. Got that. Got that. Oh, yeah, bag of fun, Lyle. What else? Is... What else you want to talk about? Uh, you want... Bag, bag of fun, which isn't a lot of fun. I'm assuming. Did you guys talk about the Proveroff thing? But yeah, kind of... we kind of we we yeah. broached the topic. We did it the way that we can. We, yeah, as, we did it yeah. as okay. big I'm, I'm as just, possible. Okay, I'm just gonna throw my two cents worth in and and not belabor the point too much. <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on the one hand, I I understand uh, Provorov with this whole you know religious freedom or you know religious beliefs things and saying that he's not gonna horrors wear a uh, a pride jersey for a for a warm up, which the only people who will see that will be the people in the fucking arena at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, I don't agree though with with his decision at all, and and you know you can bring up the whole well religion. See, this is just very quickly. This is where freedom of religion bumps up against human rights, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden mm-hmm. the picture gets a lot grayer, doesn't it? When it comes to how gray? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, yeah, and, but, and, exclusive. And, not only that, Lyle. It's not only that, but I mentioned earlier, like he's an employee of an organization. Yes. So, like, just because you hold religious rights doesn't, I mean, you, you certainly have your right to not participate mm-hmm. in something that your employer is saying is part of your job. Yeah. But then, okay, you're in breach of contract then, and you can just be let go. Yeah, they could do well, that, of course. The the day, so people, not going didn't, to, but... people didn't take the COVID shot, though, out of religious beliefs. And that yeah. was like, 
yeah. for someone that works at a hospital, you had to have taken the COVID shot. So, yeah. like, I mean, I, it is what it is at that point. Yeah. I mean, it is part of your job. Uh, but, man, you know, I really, 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 God, I really hated seeing it. It was so fatiguing to see this, you know, because and, and it's just exhausting. And it just goes to show that. You know, the NHL still has a long way to go with this. I mean, you know, they come out with a statement today that was, you know, well, players can believe whatever they can believe. Well, yes, they can. You can believe whatever you believe. You can believe that the earth is flat. You can believe that, uh, you know, the giant spaghetti monster rolls around lives. You can believe that. Sure. Believe what you want. But that does not mean that you get excused from the consequences from that. Exactly. Okay. It's the same as the whole free speech thing. Yes, freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequence. And the same thing with freedom of religion. And listen, you know, <laughs> religion is basically religion is a choice. Okay, I was I was raised Baptist. Okay, my grandfather was a deacon of our church. For God's sake, you know, uh, half the people in my family attended that church. Were part of the church. Some of them still are to this day. But by the time I was fifteen. I decided I wasn't going to go anymore because it just didn't hold anything for me. I could no longer subscribe to organized religion. That was my thing. Okay. People who are LGBTQ, that's not a choice. They were born that way. It's no more a choice than saying, well, you choose to be black or you choose to be Asian or you choose to be Aboriginal. No, you were born that way. I would just lucked out in the gene in the, the whole genetic roulette and wound up being born a straight header you know i want a heterosexual white male anglo white anglo-saxon protestant okay yes i won the lottery such as it was you know but i was i was born that way i didn't choose i mean jesus so you know you made a choice. You know, Provorov made a choice the lgbtq people did not make a choice and up until only the last what God, 15, 20 years, have they really, really begun to be accepted as just as people, you know, just as people, as human beings, instead of being treated like trash and being, you know, ignored when they were, you know, when a lot of them were dying of AIDS or, in the 1980s. Yeah, or blamed, right, or blamed. Yeah, or being, for, yeah, like, AIDS or being stuff, thrown right. off, the, or being murdered and thrown off buildings or put to death because of who they love or who they are. I mean, you know. The whole point of Pride Night and of, of these Pride things, because I also saw some of this too. Why do we have to have all these Pride stuff thrown in your faces? Because these are per- people who were persecuted for centuries, okay? And we take one night out of the year, the NHL, to say, you know what? We're inclusive. We want to make you know LGBTQ hockey fans and hockey players feel welcome and safe and that yeah you as they say you can play and now you've got you know a guy saying well because of my religious beliefs no i'm not going to support that you can play even though he came out and said i don't hold anything against anybody yeah except you just did you just did by saying because of my religious beliefs i am not going to go out and support this when all you had to do was pull on a sweater and go twirl around on the ice with it, taking shots and warm up, which again, the only people in the arena who are going to see it were the people in the arena, and half of them are up in the friggin' concession stands loading up for the before the game starts. I mean, again, you can yes, you you have the right to your opinion, of course you do, 
but it's not going to it's not going to excuse you from the consequences of it. And mm -hmm. sorry to say, but you're in the wrong here. You're in the wrong because you know, your your opinion is basically saying that a certain group of people that you don't support them being part of hockey. You may not be actively saying it, but that's how it comes across. You know. Yep. So. And yeah. uh, and for the Flyers, I mean, it's a really difficult situation for them too. Uh, if you bench him, or if you say, "Well, he's not in the game. Oh, he's a late scratch." Well, then it raises the question. Then you know, maybe he raises raises a fuss about that. Well, yeah, I was a healthy scratch from the game because I wouldn't participate in this. Or you know, if the with the league taking the flack that they're taking as well for saying, "Well, our players can believe whatever they want to believe." It's like, yeah, but on the other hand, if they had turned around and punished him, well, guess what? Now you've made him a religious martyr, mm -hmm. right? It's, mm -hmm. So as much as people are jumping on the league on this about, oh, oh, they should have taken a stand. It's like, really? So you want to see uh, a lot of religious people uh, picketing your games and discouraging their kids from playing hockey and all this? It's bad enough you've got the you know you've got the the governor of Florida you know jumping all over the NHL because they were doing an inclusive it wasn't an inclusive workshop. That they were going to stage in Florida for the uh, around the around time of the All Star game for to hire people of, of minorities or that sort of thing, uh, if I if I remember it correctly, it was sure. anyway. The governor of Florida was unhappy about it, so the NHL had to backpedal on it. Mm. You know, so yeah. On, on the one hand, I'm not really going to jump on the league too much for that because you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. If you come down heavy on Proveroff and suspend him, you've made him a religious martyr, right? On the other, so if you say, well, we're, you know, but if we say, well, people can believe what they want to believe, well, now you're going to get flack from, you know, people who, you know, people who I mean, think, hey, you know, he should have been punished. At that point, the, the NHL PR or whoever answered that, whatever they answered, right, they just needed to be like, <clears throat> he's, he's part of the NHL and he made his own decision and... If you want more information, you gotta talk to him or something along those lines, right? I mean, the that's NHL getting involved. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Kind like of Johnny they... said that's that's pretty kind of what they did, yeah. and and he, and Proveroff was saying just he addressed it last night and said I'm not going to talk about it again. And when a and when a when a reporter tried to do a follow up question, like Proveroff just looked at him with a look of death and just said, "Did you not hear what I just said?" You know, and the guys was yeah. He said, "Okay then." And that was the end of it. Like the silence that went over that room when he said that was just like, yeah, nobody's going to get up in this guy's grill. Right. And if you've seen Ivan Provorov, you'll understand why nobody's going to get up in his grill. He's a big lad. Yeah. Gutless but, Philadelphia reporters, of course, always. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so. <laughs> Talk shit on yeah, the internet. Anyway, that, can't follow it up in person. Two, two cents on, on the whole thing. Um, Again, this is, you know, we, we all like to look at things and think that it's all yes, black and white and clear cut. But life has a way of just proving that everything is shades of gray. And, and one, of the, one of the byproducts of those nights and those jerseys usually is that either they auction them off for charity yep. or they, somehow they wind up back in the fans' hands, those jerseys that they wear mm -hmm. for warm-ups. Yep. Wouldn't it be great? If the jersey that they had, I'm sure they had a jersey printed for Provorov. Nope. No. No. They didn't have one printed? Nope. It's not no. a part of the auction. No. Well, I know it's not part of the auction, but they probably had one made somewhere. Not to my knowledge, no. Really? Yeah. 
they so knew he this decided was coming. he wasn't going to participate. They, they knew this was ago. coming. They knew this was coming. Yeah. Okay. And still couldn't well, get ahead be... of it. Yeah. But yeah. But that's what I was about but, to say. It almost makes it worse. Yeah. But I will say this though. Um, after the game, you had uh, Scott Lawton and James Van Riemsdyk, the Flyers. Uh, they met with uh, 50, uh, 50 uh, LGBTQ folks following the game, which was originally planned well beforehand anyway. They were going to do this anyway because both those guys uh, support the LGBTQ in their own communities. And Scott Lawton said it best. He said, all in all, he said, I think this is this is a, a, a great, great night to raise awareness for LGBTQ. And he's right. Because mm-hmm. even Provorov, by doing what he did, right, he may have actually done more good than if he'd actually than if he had actually kept his mouth shut and just went right. out and participated. Because everybody, it's on the news right. everywhere in the United States too. Yes, on every channel. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. of course, the the Fox nutters are like Tucker Carlson will jump all over this. But you know what? Good. Let them because oh. it's bringing it more out into the open. It's getting a lot more, you know, reaction and a lot more coverage than if Provorov had just not said anything, put the jersey on, went out, did his right. pregame uh, skate, and that was the end of it. We wouldn't have been talking about it. And yeah. my point, my point in bringing up the jersey is that I, I would have, somebody was going to buy that jersey for a shit ton of money, and it would have gone to charity probably if yeah. that jersey was part of, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever they're auctioning off. Yeah, that's uh, where I was going with that. But yeah, okay. I mean, like we wouldn't have. Uh, that's the thing, right? Almost every team has a pride night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yep. there's nothing. I mean, there's something special about them. But again, at the end of the day, like if everybody does it, there's no need to talk about them because it is what it is. And everybody and it's a great event. And we yes. don't need to talk about it unless something like this happens. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody talks about it. But now and then it gets the, more exposure. Exactly. Exactly. And it will open more minds as well. So, you know, at the end of the day. We could be all looking back on this in five or ten years' time and say, yeah, you know what? Actually, by doing what he did, he had the unintended consequence of actually raising a lot more awareness, which did a lot more good for the LGBTQ community. Here is my question, though, Okay. in all of this. Mm-hmm. Something like this happens to yeah. Provorov. Mm-hmm. And, well, two two things we can... And, and Johnny mentioned it earlier about what happens if there's a special unit that somebody else doesn't want to wear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let about like, oh, I don't know, uh, you know, Black History Month. Let's right. say you're going to have an event to celebrate Black History Month. Yeah. How many white hockey players are actually going to say, you know what? I don't support that. I'm not going to go right. do that. Of course, they're not. Right? Or, or, or the military not. jerseys. Yeah. Like that would cause a huge war. thing. Suppose, well, yeah. Suppose you have somebody who says, you know, I'm a pacifist. That's against my belief. They'd be like, look, I'm a Quaker. You know, I'm mm-hmm. against all military and wearing these jerseys on these nights against my against my beliefs. Yep. Well, so well, like I kind of liken it back to the poppies, right? So yes. Like, mm-hmm. Every EPL team wears poppies every year around mm-hmm. Remembrance Day, and yep. there's always been players mm-hmm. in the Premier <clears throat> League who have been like, I understand what the poppy means to you. Mm-hmm. It does not mean the same thing to me, and I'm not putting a poppy on my jersey. Mm-hmm. And no one has ever had a problem with that. Yeah, because they're grown up over there. That's yeah, why. It's, pretty <laughs> it's in Europe. It's it's Europe. It's England. It's Europe. It's, it's England. People are, you know. Yep. 
Yeah, no, they've, they've been around longer as a civilization, so they understand, so they have a little bit more maturity, except for Brexit, of course, but that's a whole other yeah, podcast. I mean, that's a whole other podcast that we're going to do on yes. the network with the... Uh, uh, like well, it was like, think back the whole Don Cherry kerfuffle back mm-hmm. in 2019 when he was on Which about, one? you know, talking about immigrants and, you know, you people and poppies, and you should be wearing a poppy. And I told you guys at the time, I said, look, I'm a veteran, 25 years, been to war, sure, you know, uh, yes. I like to see people wearing poppies to remember those who served and died in the service of the country. Thank you, Scotty. There you go. Well remembered. Even in January, there you yeah. go. But um, also, as a veteran, though, however, and having served, we served so that people could have had have enjoy their freedoms. Mm-hmm. And one of the freedoms is freedom of choice. And the choice, and it's a choice if you want to wear a poppy or not. The minute we start telling people you have to wear a poppy, you will wear a poppy on this day, even if they don't want to. Well, I'm sorry. Then now it's it's you, you've gone against what the whole thing was supposed to be exactly. for. And the same thing applies. I know people will bring this up. The same thing applies with Provorov as well. Again, he has that freedom of choice. Okay. He does. It doesn't get you away from the freedom of consequences, though. Going back to people who don't wear wear poppies, I don't think there really should be any consequence for that. You know, Mm -hmm. I really don't. If you decide, oh, sorry, I'm Andy War. I don't want. Okay, that's cool. You know, whatever. Or you don't want to wear it that day because it clashes with your coat. Whatever. I don't give a shit. You know, that's your choice. Fine. Mm -hmm. Right. Again, your choice. Provorov exercised his choice. His choice, though, is regarding. A, a group of people yeah. who have been discriminated against and you know for for centuries so yeah you can have that opinion but you know what you're gonna you're gonna have to bear the consequences of of of, of having that opinion whereas <laughs> refusing to wear a poppy is not the same sort of thing right uh, is this a situation where like <clears throat> you know bill daly goes and has a closed meeting with the players and is like look i get it i and we're trying to support you guys here that's what my job is. However, there are situations where your personal beliefs don't outweigh the players' association as a whole, or something along those lines. I, I think the PA doors, has PA and right? the NHL have to jointly jointly do that. I would think. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, exactly. So the that's players' association isn't allowed to have a like a private. Players Association meeting or something. Yeah, well, no, they do. No, but you said the, Bill the, Daly. And I yeah, thought Daly was the leader Bill. of the Players Association. No, he's the NHL. Oh. He's so which one, is the, which one am I talking about? Uh, uh, Donald Fear. Fear, who's not going to be in the Jeff yeah, Fair. Longer, so. Sorry, so I was, talk, I was thinking okay. him, and I said Bill Daly. No, isn't this something that the players could probably handle internally to make sure this doesn't happen again? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is something they can discuss amongst themselves, you know. Um, but one of you, was it, was it you, Mark, that made though, raise the point about with the player contract though, yeah. that, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's a P that's not a, that's, that, that is a PA issue, but it's also mainly an NHL issue because once you sign the contract, you know, you are agreeing that you're going to adhere to these different things. And somebody actually on Twitter highlighted that yeah. portion of the contract as well. However, that's if the team wants to enforce it. It's entirely up to the team to enforce that. And evidently, the team doesn't feel that this is an issue that Provorov should be of course they don't. suspended for or should have his contract negated for. Because, of course, he's a valuable player to them. If he was, you know, some plugger, 
well, it might be a different story, you know. But there's always going to be someone who wants him. It's the Slava Voinov thing all over. Here we go. Uh, hey, uh, real quick, real, uh, because we're going to get yep. to stuff and we're running really over here. Uh, yep. Does this create a possible character issue to a team he gets traded to, even oh. though he is a good player? Well, yeah, this 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 could be this could actually uh, adversely affect his his trade value. I mean, we'll see. But then again, you know, it's the hot it's hockey. NHL team. There are some <laughs> NHL general managers who just don't care. Yep. You know. Well, hey, look, Tony D'Angelo got his second chances, and they were on a pairing chance. together. Ironically enough, yeah, it's like what it's like one of my friends said. He said, you know, he said he said I did not have you know he said I I, I did not woman. expect that no. from Provorov. He was expecting. He said he said okay, I had Tony D'Angelo on my say something offensive Flyers bingo card, sure, but I didn't have Provorov for that one. So yeah. yeah. All right, uh, last week I was the big winner. My team had four games, and they blew it up. Uh, 21 goals. <laughs> uh, Lyle second with 14. Oh, I'm Johnny third with 10. Mark had four. So as it stands, Mark and Johnny are tied for second. Lyle's in last. I'm Yay! They're there. So Lyle's, get, Lyle's in that hot spot. He's in that there great spot you need. Yes. Uh, oh, baby, you. You got what I need. Uh, this week we're going to the wool. The WHL to the windows to the wool. Um, and uh, yeah, founded in 1966. Yeah. Home of yeah. Connor Bedard. So if you guys don't want to score a lot of goals, don't pick the Regina Pats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shit. How can I fit that in? Uh, yeah. Good. No. Uh, oh, wait. no, 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 no. Yeah, definitely. No, you don't. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Yeah, Regina nope. Pats. Yeah. No. Nope. Don't take that team nope. if you if if you want to lose if you want to if for exactly. the the purpose of what we're doing. If you want to lose on that team and yep. he's got like a hundred points in four games. So. Yeah, it's amazing. Nine <laughs> nine goals. That's nine goals. Record. Nine goals in three. It's close. Yeah. It's averaging a hat trick in his last three games. Time uh, to go hit the ground running since the since the World yeah. Juniors. Holy, Holy shit! shit. Uh, uh, Scotty, who who did I pick uh, the last time we did the wool? Last time we did the wool, you picked uh, Moose Jaw. Moose Jaw. Okay. okay uh, so okay, okay. John, uh, Mark's up first. Oh, I'm right. sorry. I thought I was. No, I'm sorry. My bad. No, you came in second. This uh, Heck this outrageous, ahead. outrageous arena name. I mean, what the <laughs> hell is this? Okay. I'm going to go with the Seattle Thunderbirds, and they play in the Excelsior Showwear Center. <laughs> Excelsior. But it's not capitalized. No. So it's actually Excelsior Showwear. Uh, then it's Johnny. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Art Housing Center. Uh, that's obviously named after Dan Housen's dad. Sure. Yep. Um, and go with the uh, Prince Albert Raiders. Uh, piercing pick. Mm-hmm. Um, nice one. Wow. Now you are up. Yes, I am. And of course, my wrestling theme. It's okay. It's. T- it, I, it, I'm actually glad I didn't have to pick first in this for the first pick because I needed a little bit of time to to figure out some creativity with this one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I am going with. The Edmonton Oil Jerry the King's Lawler. Uh, we also nice. accepted Edmonton Oil Kings of the Ring. I was thinking that one too, but I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to, to see if I could make the Jerry the King Lawler work in there. Sure, and I did. Yeah. Uh, I am going to pick because um, you hear it's a little it's different. This one's different. There's a little tink in the end there, tink. 
So the Winnipeg Ice Ice Babies playing <laughs> in the nice. Wayne Fleming uh, Fleming Arena. Yeah, it's definitely different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely not under pressure. Nope. Winnipeg. All right. A little game show action. Hey guys, what do you think about the year? I think we had it. We had a good year in 2007 when it okay. came to the show. A good year. Um, a first, our first big draft party, first live, big live show. Where was that live show at? Can't remember. And maybe only the only live show. Columbus. Is it in Columbus. It was in Columbus. So At the R Bar. Yeah, so let's go with the 2007-2008 Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> As they traveled up to Rexall Place and took on the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, my God. Blue oh Jackets, my God. Oilers, Oof. Uh, 18 skaters aside, and three goalies available. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no. <laughs> three goalies available. We'll start with Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Hope oh. dies so soon. Mark uh. Denis. Sorry, no Mark Denis. God damn it. What a dick. <laughs> to Lyle. Okay, Edmonton Oilers. I got to go with uh, Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith. Sorry. Oh, oh sorry. That was, that was Shit. Crying shame. Damn. Uh, to Mark. <clears throat> Rick Nash. Rick Nash on the board. Oh, thank oh, God. Of course he is. <sighs> Johnny. My God. Sergey Federal. On the board. Oh, piss off. <laughs> Lyle. Uh, Run on Blue Jackets. Okay, I got thrown here, but hang on, hang on, hang on. Um, okay. Alish Hemsky. Alish Hemsky on the board. Oh, that's a tricky one. Yeah. <laughs> that's right up there with the high injury count. To Mark. Okay. Brandon Dubinsky. Brandon Dubinsky, Ooh. sorry. Oh, that's right. He would have been New York Rangers then, if he was even in the league. Uh, then. Yeah, I don't even think he was in the league at that. I don't point. think he was in the league then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to Johnny. Oh, um, two thousand seven. Yep, before the trade deadline. Before the trade deadline. Perfect. Um. Uh. Oh, man. Um, uh, Eric Belanger. Eric Belanger, sorry. I like that, though. Sorry. To Lyle. Uh, okay. Okay. 2007-08? Yes, sir. Dustin Penner. Dustin Penner's on the board. Yes. The Blue Jackets outshot the Oilers 37-20. to Mark, Oof. your pick. Oof. Yikes. Woof. I'm going to go with Steve Mason. Steve Mason, sorry. Oh, sorry. A year Man. early, I think, on that Just one. Just a bit early. Johnny. Yeah. Johnny. Johnny. Uh, Luke Richardson. Luke Richardson, sorry. Uh, sorry. To too late for Cousin Luke. Yeah. <laughs> what about Cousin Butch? <laughs> ah, Butchwackers. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, Lyle. Uh, Ethan Morrow. What? Uh, <laughs> sorry, no Ethan Morrow. Oh shit! For those for those of you listening to the show, Scott just did a great bushwhackers invitation. Just lick lick the lick the microphone thing lick like the, the microphone. licking the bald heads. Whoa! Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
fucking weird ass kiwi bastards. Uh, Mark. Oh God. <laughs> Pascal Leclerc. There it is on there the board. Pascal Leclerc. There it is. Nice. Finally, two goal. Pascal Leclerc dropped. That two worked. goalies left to Johnny. Uh, 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 Rusty Klesla. Rusty Klesla on the board. Wow, there he's you go. Minus three, but he's there. He's there. <laughs> uh, Lyle. Uh, Sam Gagne. Sammy Gagne on the board, yay. Yeah, I think that was his rookie year. I do believe you are correct, sir. Yeah, it was his rookie year. To Mark. I'm going to stick with um, uh, this can be the third straight goalie. I'm going to go with Dwayne Rollison. On the board. Oh, right on the table. Oh, there it is. Got one more goalie left. Can he do it next round? Or there can Johnny Steele? There it is. <laughs> Johnny Steele. He's going he's to go with the steal. natural hat trick. He is. He's going for the Natty Bo Hattie Horn. <laughs> Johnny. Can you There's name zero the... chance I could do that voice currently. Yeah, that's uh. right. Uh, Andy like Sutton. Andy Sutton. So you're an expert, not in this game. Sorry. Oh man. To Lyle. Uh Oh, freaking um, Steve Steos. Hey, Steve. On the board. Tell me he's there. On yeah, the he's board. There for, he's there forever. He's there forever. Yeah, he Yacht. was. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Steos. All right, Mark. And I'm not even going to attempt the other goalie because oh, I, really, I don't know what team it's on. Third goalie. Nor do I remember what other goalie. <laughs> and and you know what? Team. Here's the thing. It was an injury replacement because this game was only three to one. So it's not like they got blown out. <sighs> oh, so, yeah, worse. I got nothing then. So I'm going to go with Espen Knudsen. Espen Knudsen. Da-da-da. Not wrong. Not there. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> not wrong. Not wrong. Not wrong. Not nope. Too wrong. bad. Johnny. Uh, um, Jeff Sanderson. On the board. For who? For Blue Jackets, whom? right? For whom? Bonus I, point, Johnny. Bonus... I'm going to say Oilers. Though. On the board for the doubler. Holy shit. <laughs> the doubler puck in, in place for Jeff Sanderson and the Oilers. Oh, my God. I'm a shocked that is, a, that is a, a very lucky drop. <laughs> yes. Uh, to Lyle. Okay, sorry, Mark. I got to do this. Yeah, uh, do and, Andrew Castles. Sorry. Ooh. Oh. Was to he with the Blue right Jackets that season? season? To Mark. I don't think he was. Okay. To Mark. Uh, man. I'm running out of people. Mm. All right, buddy. We're getting the last call here. Um, so he could be running down a dream. Probably not, but Robin Regeer. Robin Regeer. I would have been flames. Yeah. Sword. Yeah. 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 Close. Uh, close. Yeah. Johnny. Ty Conklin. Ty Conklin. Sorry. Sorry. The king of the outdoor games. Exactly. Lyle. Hey, hey, Fernando Pisani. Hey, Fernando Pisani here. No, he's not there. Yeah, oh, not there. No, unfortunate. unfortunate. I'm trying to remember from the 0506 Oilers who was still right? around by that point. All right. Uh, to Mark. 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 Dark. Dark. Maximum Finneganov. Ooh, nope. no, but you get the maximum points for that one. Which there is you zero. go, maximum of Finneganoff. Uh, last call for Johnny P. 
um, last call. Man, uh, let's see who else could be there. Uh, Daryl Sador. Daryl Sador. Sorry. One of these days we're going to have a Blue Jackets game that has Daryl Sador, but not this mm. one. I just remember him playing for the Blue Jackets. Yes, right he did. Day. He did. He did. Lyle. Oh, the shot. problem is, is I have no idea when. <laughs> <laughs> shot in the dark here. Uh, Sheldon Surrey. Sheldon Surrey. Sorry. Yeah. Didn't think so. And last call for Mark. Um, was Mark Denis already said? Yes. Mm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> just, I, I got nothing. Let's just hear who it is. Tom Pody? There you go. Nope. Tom Pody. Nope. nope, sorry. Okay. Close All right. For the Blue Jackets. Jarrett Bowl, Gilbert Brule, Jason oh. Chimera, Fedorov, oh. Adam Foote, Dan Fritchie, <laughs> Curtis Glencross, Ron Hainsey, Jan, oh. Jan Hayda, Klesla. I'm mad at you for all of this. Manny Malhotra. Damn. Oh. <laughs> oh. Nash, Michael Pekka, Chris Russell. Lyle, I'm mad at you for this. Jody Shelley. Chris Russell was oh, great in, in Miracle. He was. Oh boy, Jody Shelley. Shit. Ole Christian Tolufson. David Vaborny. Why didn't you guys get Ole Christian Tolfsson? I know. Come Jesus. on. There's zero chance. We are the number one source for Norwegian national hockey, and we're fucking letting our people down. <laughs> letting the side down, Jesus. Folks. Come on. Christian. Uh, David Vaborny. Nikolai Zhirdev. LeClaire was mentioned and Frederick Norinen. Or Nore- uh, sorry, Freddie Nore- Freddie Norina. Freddie Norina. Norina. Never guessed that. No, no one literally would <laughs> No one should have. Um Edmonton, Kyle Brodziak, Andrew Cogliano, Gagne was mentioned. Tom Gilbert. Dennis Gregbikov. Uh, uh Hemsky was there. Sean Horcroft. Robert Nielsen. Penner was mentioned. Yanni Pekinen. Marty Reisner. Alan Rourke. Sanderson was mentioned. Ladislav Schmid. Hey, Steve! Steos. <laughs> Jarrett Stoll. Zach Stortini. Rafi Torres. And Dwayne Rolson in that. Rafi Torres. Jesus. The guy who's been suspended forever. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Like, man. Was he actually suspended for more games than he played in the NHL? <laughs> it only seemed like it. it. Seemed like that. It felt that way. <laughs> he was suspended a lot, Johnny. You're not wrong there, but yeah, it only seemed like he was suspended. a lot. The only NHLer to ever have been suspended more games <laughs> yeah. than he actually played in the so, NHL. Oh God, wouldn't that be? Oh, that'd be that's really there. There's a ask Jen that one. Has there ever been a player who's been suspended for longer than he's ever played than his actual suspended longer than his entire career? Well, I mean, somebody has to be suspended indefinitely, right? Yeah, they had two guys in the 30s. Got they, yeah, for gambling. Dave Pratt and another guy. They were yeah. suspended for gambling yeah. back in the 40s. 30s, yeah, so they've just been suspended for like 90 years at this point. Yeah, they can still get in it though. I think that I think that if they get their appeal. Um. All right, Lyle. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. 
Yeah, let's hope that uh, NHL players don't uh, decide to come up with anything else controversial between now and next week because yeah, it's exhausting to talk about this shit. Don't so. hold your breath. No, uh, no. But hey, we always complain that, oh, players don't have personality and they're not talking and they don't say things and blah, blah, blah. Well, if you want them to talk and be expressive and speak their minds, this is part and parcel of it. So exactly. enjoy. <laughs> this is what you get, fuckers. Um, yeah. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. See you next week, guys. Take care. There See you well. See you well. Well, Richardson, SpectresHockey.net, at SpectresHockey on the Twitter. Um, Johnny, shout us out. Give a shout-out to our head of monetization. Uh, he's doing well. He's come in he's to his new job and and just went right first day. He's mm-hmm. like, I, I have, I have um, issues with you people. Fets to this every day. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, it, it always is with those kids. <laughs> uh, I'll give a uh, diss to my voice. Um, and, uh, yeah, shout out to the uh, Annapolis Blues FC who fixed my vest. Nice. And now it's sewn on and not heat pressed. Fix my vest. Fix my vest. Fix my vest. Yeah. All right, Mark. I'll give a shout out to Little Caesars. This was an an excellent. I I plan on eating more of it when we're not on the show. Excellent pizza tonight. Well done, Little Caesars of Hampton, Virginia. Um, shout out to The Last of Us, the TV show. Very good, on HBO. I recommend you guys check it out. Episode one. Just dropped on this past Sunday, so you're not missing it. Uh, you can get in on the ground floor. It's very good. Um, that's. I thought I had something else, but apparently I don't. So that's what I got. All right. Uh, shout out to Goodwill Oyos. Three of them. Booyah! Nice. Sixteen bucks total. Shout out to eBay Goodwill. Oyo rinks that is on the way for less than less than uh, MSRP. Things are rare. Got to get them while you can. Um. Yeah. Shout out to getting done antibiotics. That was fun. Shout out to uh, Cooper, who's been very quiet, so that's good. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it. For Johnny P. Mark with the Z, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. Face Off Hockey Show, part of uh, part of the Face Off Hockey Show media faction and podcast monsters. Hey, on the socials at FOHS Radio on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show if you want to give us some cha-ching. Um, so that's it. Until we talk to you again next time. Peace. Peace.